Hello everyone, we're back for some vampire, another in-person session for a special occasion. Tonight's episode is entitled The Blood Hunt. Woo! It is the conclusion of this entire act of the campaign. Everything has been leading up to this, so let's see who gets through the night of chaos unscathed. Before we begin, our standard disclaimer, Vampire the Masquerade is a dark game of personal horror. You'll hear descriptions of gore, depravity, addiction, coercion, and other adult themes. This is not D&D, this is not even Call of Cthulhu. This is a game where we play monsters of the night, who do monstrous things. And so, without further ado, let us begin. It is the night after you brought Redwood before the prince, had him divulge the scheme of blackmail that Walter Nash and Mickey McGee put him up to, and subsequently heard Prince Jackson's decree that a blood hunt shall be called against Walter Nash and Mickey McGee. A blood hunt to begin the moment the sun goes down the very next day to last until the next sunrise. If Walter Nash and Mickey McGee manage to escape the city in this time, then they are free to live out the rest of their own lives. But the blood hunt is an ancient ancient tradition known as Lex Talionis among the oldest kindred. And when the prince declares a blood hunt, all kindred within the domain, even those who are not affiliated with the Camarilla, are expected to take part. Most of the time, the target of the blood hunt does not survive. But those who do often move on to other domains where they ride a wave of fame and infamy using their status as a blood hunt survivor to strike fear and respect into the hearts of others. Of course, you all have personal stakes in this. You are not about to let Mickey McGee or Walter Nash escape the city tonight. This is your chance to raise your status a rung up the ladder, but it is also your chance to get some personal vengeance against those who have wronged you. And so, as the sun goes down and the windy city comes to life at night, as the lights turn on and spread throughout the metropolis, you awaken from your day sleep, your blood already pumping. It is the night of the blood hunt and you are ready. Mm -hmm. But before we move on to that, Roger, mm -hmm. I believe you had some things you wished to do the night before the blood hunt, so let us cover mm. what you did the night before. Um, pretty much almost immediately after we left the uh, uh, Elysium, after they announced the blood hunt, I would have gotten into every single contact I had access to and went, nope, on a citywide sweep of finding where McGee is, where he's hiding, giving out, because obviously I've been keeping tabs on him, track of his He's activities of his for the last several activities. years. Obviously I would be going, start with the, 
these places and narrow it down to where he may be. Yes, so... Everyone that I've got access to, just... With your, uh... With your dossier that you've collected on McGee, big, big stack of papers that is now carefully locked away in the metal safe under the desk in your study of the Haven, you have records of all of McGee's holdings, legal battles, and other assets going back at least the last 80 years. All of them perhaps foolishly left in your hands to administer for him. I would like you to please start by making an intelligence academics check. Yep. Okay, that's yeah, that's only two. A lot of twos in those rolls, but it's two successes. Two successes? That is still yeah. enough. Oh, that's good. So, you've carefully maintained these records, but there is so much in this dossier going back so many decades that in the span of only having a night to prepare, you're only able to highlight a couple of promising leads. And they are as follows... According to the records, Michael McGee, under the name under the name Nathan Bordruff, was given a permanent lease to a suite at the Armitage Hotel, the place where you met him on your first night of unlife. And according to the context of all the other records, it appears that this is perhaps his main haven in Chicago. He's only been in Chicago for two years at this point. Prior to that, he was in Milwaukee. And it appears he used this hotel suite as a temporary haven when he would come to Chicago. Since permanently relocating to Chicago, you think it's likely that he has turned this into his permanent haven. Mm -hmm. The other two... The other locations or leads of interest that you find are... Approximately five to six years ago, as part of a boon granted to him by his friend Walter Nash, he was allowed to purchase holdings in uh, a disused fire station on the edge of Chicago's south side. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. Barry knows the one. And... While there is nothing in the records to indicate what he was using this place for, he has left specific orders to you among all of his notes stating that all relevant permits that enable him to maintain uh, this station are to be continuously renewed, that it is to be kept out of the hands of the city and standing not demolished and that it is not condemned Mm -hmm. the third thing of interest you find is that for the last 20 years or so mcgee has had an almost permanent ongoing rental of a storage locker at a facility in Chicago's south side, storage locker number four at K 
10 way storage solutions. What was, uh, what was the number? Uh, storage locker number four. Mm-hmm. Way... According to your notes, what he can what he stores within this storage locker is a mixture of old furniture, electronics mm. that he seems to have mm. gained possession of through less than legal means, and what is simply described in the notes as miscellaneous objects of semi-importance. The final lead of note that you discover in the dossier is that for about the last two years, coinciding coinciding with the time when McGee permanently relocated to Chicago, he has been paying a monthly stipend to a Captain Brick of 69th Precinct, Chicago Police Department. According to the records, once per month, on the second day of the month, McGee deposits $2,000 into Captain Brick's account. The records do not state what the purpose of this bribe is. And so, with these four leads, I presume you would like to get all your eyes out on the street to mm. essentially keep an eye on each one of them. Yes, this would be sort of the vampiric equivalent of an all points bulletin. Just every yes. available homeless person I can get my hands on in every corner will message my benefactor and go, top priority, need all eyes on this. We'll obviously send my... Um, ghoul familiarly lovely private eye who I hope is slightly more useful than they were the first time we met to uh, get her to take a look at these as well just keep an ear out uh, which one in particular might get her to check the fire station especially fire if Barry station. knows because yes. obviously I've been mm. discussing this with yes, the you discussed this with Barry mm. and Barry tells you that he's actually aware of that fire station that he hasn't been there but it did pop up in his did pop up in one of his avenues of research he doesn't mm. explain what he was doing that night he just tells you that no <laughs> i don't need to know full details yeah. <laughs> i just need to... i'm sure we'll discuss that later if we feel the need to we don't tell each other everything so you send yes. a message to olaf the one-eyed king and he responds quickly the message simply reads ah yes the blood hunt the prodigal son is returning to face the sins of the father Soldiers of the street will assist you in any way possible. So please, you may roll your charisma and leadership, and you may add all of your influence dots among the homeless. Three, four. Oh, that'll work, that'll work. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <clears throat> Maybe I should consider having more leadership in the future. But still... Yeah, I'm gonna raise the blood for this one just right, because I want the extra two regardless. Go ahead, go ahead. Ooh, thank you. No oh, hunger increase. Away. So You don't have a hunger there, do you? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, used to just having a handful no, of yeah, Fair enough. Okay. okay, big whammies. Come on, happy days. What's that? One, two, three, because that's a crit. Three, four, five, six. Six. Six, 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 seven. Seven, 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 seven successes. Seven. Well, 
that means that you put the word out and the homeless community that is under the thrall of yourself uh, and your benefactor responds immediately. <laughs> Imagine it's just kicking in the doors of a friggin' like food shelter going, fly, fly my grinnies. You get a call <laughs> on your phone and you answer it and it's a voicemail from your touchstone pages. It's a, it's a shopping cart. <laughs> It's a voicemail from your touchstone, Pete, and he's saying, oh, that bus, I, I put the word out, everyone's willing to help, they're, they're all turning up down the soup kitchen, boss, I'm gonna have some of them sent to each of those places, uh, boss, I got a big blood of combo cooking <laughs> for everyone, uh, a free steak to the person who finds <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, fucking yeah. six pack and a flaming young man, motherfucker. <laughs> I will pay for the best T-bone you've ever eaten in your goddamn this, life. Let's this fucking year, go. Pete just shout, uh, anyone who sees him and then it turns out to actually be the guy, uh, boss man says you get a T-bone mm -hmm. steak. <laughs> yeah, immediately, <laughs> You hear a cheer in the background. Oh, then, oh, oh this is... This no is, more insects this week! <laughs> I was gonna say, this is... When I still had this idea, I thought it would be fine. This exact moment is just... Ah, yes, it's good to be king. <laughs> Everyone, uh, eat up your- come get your bowls of gumbo, eat up, and then get out on the streets of the bus man, okay? And he hangs up, and you have mobilized enough of the homeless community that you're able to position Jesus. sentries at each of the four locations, yeah, so they're all damn. placed under surveillance during the day. Now, your ghouls would like you... Please roll charisma, leadership, and then roll the number of dots that Rhonda is worth as a retainer. Um, do I have that one? Give us your finest dot. Yep, I have exactly two, three, and three, and six. Yeah, I'll throw another blood check on that just because. Okay, that's another eight. That works. Thank you. Right, yep. No, wait, wait. I keep forgetting. One no, finger. Go for it. Thank you. I help. That is one, yep, two, He's that was a seven. Four. Four. So you dial Rhonda's number and she answers the phone, breathing deeply. She's still seemingly, still seemingly hyperactive from the shot of vampire blood that's still running through her system. Yeah, and... that's a month-long high. Yeah. <gasps> she immediately says, oh, you're gonna work for me. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Fire mm -hmm. station? Alright, I'll get the boys. Uh, mm. if, if I see him, I mean, I can crack his kneecaps? No, no, this is surveillance only. Secure the area. Do not... Let him, if he is in fact there, do not let on that you're staking the area. If he's there, I will be there personally to settle this. Alright, keep there if I see anyone. Want me to follow him or anything? If you can do so without being spotted, you have to remember this is a more powerful hmm, kindred than myself, so you need to be careful. Hmm. Oh no, I've got, got you, boss. Uh, that shit you gave me oh, ever since. Ever since you gave it to me, oh, I can hear things that I can hear before I can see things. Mm, <sighs> very good, but there's no need to go overboard. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be careful. Mm -hmm. And then she hangs up. And <sighs> so, confident that you have the streets under surveillance, you retire and succumb to the day sleep, ready to awaken and reap the fruits of your harvest. Mm. 
Barry, is there anything that you did the night before? Yes. What did you do? As we were leaving, was Damien in the... Damien was in Sears Tower. He was there during the presentation, but all he did was stare silently, saying nothing. Is there a way that I can approach him without, like, you know, breaking any protocol or anything? Um, or would I need to actually send him a message? To... Probably be safer to call him. Yeah, yeah okay. So I will, um... Yeah, I don't think you want to... Yeah, no. Sheriff conversing yeah, with a thin blood. No offence if that no, might no, to be a... Yeah, that might be kind of problematic. Yeah, <laughs> um, in that case, I will send him a text... Um, stating, I would like to call in my boon and offer boons and services in return, in return. So you if wait. need be. So on the way back to the haven, as you sit in the back of, as you sit in the back of Alexander's car, as he drives you back into the slums of Chicago towards your haven, you send this message and. Only about 30 seconds pass before your phone, your phone lights up vibrating and Damien's number appears on the screen. You answer it and Damien says, Got your message. Night before the blood hunt and apparently you've got some business you need taken care of. It is regarding the blood hunt, actually. I'm all ears, he says. I am aware that the boon that you owe us or owe me, us, is not a major one. Um, however, I would like to call it in and I would like to offer boons and services to make up for the seriousness of what I'm going to ask. He says, okay, okay, keep talking. Night of the Blood Hunt is my first one as sheriff and I'm expecting a lot of trouble. I'm not sure if I'm going to have the time or patience to handle anyone's busy work, so better make it worth my while. Mm. Okay, well, what I'm asking is I know the location of Nash's hunting domain, which apparently, as I've been told, is not known to anyone else. No, it's not, Damien says. Bastard's a slippery one. No one knows where he hunts or feeds. <laughs> Definitely doesn't show up in the loop. No. Well, I know where he hunts, and I will give you that location. What I'm asking is, for you or your underlings to catch him and hold him for me, so that I may bring him in. In return, I offer any boon that you ask of me thinks for a moment and he says, okay, okay, I can see why this would be useful. Night of the Blood Hunt, last thing old Nash is going to want is to be caught off guard feeding in a domain he doesn't know. He's probably going to try to head to his domain, catch a last minute snack before he makes his escape. So yeah, I think I might be able to catch him there. So you want me to capture him, bring him to the prince and... Say that I caught him? No, what I would like, and I know this doesn't help your reputation or anything, is to catch him and hand him over to me so that I can I can bring him in. He says, alright, we can do that. 
I have a safe house I can stash him in. I'll capture him. Let me know when you want him. I'll head off to the Art Institute, to the Prince's Elysium, and then you can bring him in, take credit for him. That what you're proposing? That's what I'm asking, yes. That's he says, okay. He says, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that I might have some sway of my own with the Prince here. I might be able to pull some strings. And if it goes down the way I think it will, then you're going to get a nice shot of power. And, well, several of my hounds have gone seriously missing <laughs> in recent nights. So, I do this for you. You get the shot of power, become formally inducted into, ca into the Camarilla as a full-blooded vamp, and you become one of my hounds. That is a very generous offer that I will accept wholeheartedly and immediately. Interesting. Right on, says Damien. Alright, as soon as the sun's down tomorrow, I'll head to the university, see if I can track down Nash, keep him nice and safe for you. That is a big fucking promotion. Why you take advantage of a situation <laughs> that we definitely did not create ourselves? Well, boys, I'm here to help with McGee. <laughs> well, I'm uh, just sitting next to you in the car, just trying going, yeah. well, this makes things easier. As you press the button to hang up, Alexander just looks over his shoulder from the front seat and says, hmm, interesting. Quite coincidental he's looking for new hounds. I wonder what happens to them. I'd be just sitting there going, eh, I've had experience with them. Not I'm, all of them are. <laughs> I'm sitting there completely ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> I've only ever had the run in with the one yeah. hound. Yeah. Can't imagine. Did he ever mention which one was missing? He did. He said a few. He said a few. More than one. <laughs> yes, uh, and well, something tells me I don't yeah. want to know. Alexander, <laughs> Alexander just says, needless to say, it's a position of some worth among the Camarilla. Perhaps, perhaps you'll be able to pull some strings for the rest of us at some point. But remember, <laughs> hounds should not get too nosy now. Yeah, this is me just going, yeah, I'd be happy knowing that if... Uh, <laughs> Well, I don't know the rest of his hounds. If they're anything like the one I've run into, I'm not going to shed any tears over them going missing. And so all your, all of your pieces are in place. All of your gambits set for the night. Of the I assume that I told him where the feeding ground was as well. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I just realised we didn't actually yeah, say no, that. No, no, no. He made, he made yeah. sure to mention yep. it. Okay. Yep, so yeah, yep, yep. no, you've done that. Yep. So we <laughs> now return to the present night, Greg. Ever since the first night, I'll oh, start again. Mm. <coughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you drink diet yeah. coke. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, ever since the first night of your vampiric existence, you have prided yourself on one thing, and that is, so far, your affairs have been divorced from the dramas that the rest of your coterie regularly finds themselves unravelling. In your time as a member of the living dead, you have thus far succeeded in living your life essentially as normal. Spending your nights passing legislation, buttering up politicians in City Hall, cutting deals with those whose corruption may be levied for blood or influence or favours, all to increase your own standing within the machine that is Chicago's civil service. And so, having only really worked with the others when you have been forced to, 
and when it suits you, you've been vaguely aware over the past nights that they have been dealing with the threats and machinations of a mysterious blackmailer, eventually revealed to be the vampire crime lord, Mickey McGee, Roger's sire. However, as you yourself were not personally targeted, for the most part you stayed out of this series of affairs and continued to do your own thing. However, the word has reached you that tonight is a blood hunt ordered by the Prince of Chicago against Mickey McGee to be brought to justice for heinous breaches of the traditions. And although you have not been personally victimised, it is the decree of the Prince that all kindred within Chicago assisted in the blood hunt, and those who assist in capturing the target, those who may be resourceful enough to bring the accused before the Prince, will receive great boons and a huge boost in their social standing. And for a Ventru like you, to whom power and image are everything, for a Ventru who until now has been nothing more than another nameless cog in the machine, this is what you've been waiting for. I just realised, yeah, you haven't been involved in a damn yeah. thing that we've been up to, and now that it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's important to you, you're just going to run up going, my friends, it's been so long, let me help you, and, and gain power together. <laughs> Why are you all staring at me like that? <laughs> And so, tonight, as you crawl out of your nest in the basement of the run-down townhouse that is the Coterie's Haven, you hear the others already active in the den above, already planning their moves for the night. You smile, you are ready and willing to assist. You still have your Molotov cocktails from last time you played. Yeah, and you still have your... You still have your handgun and your assault rifle. You've kept them safe in your basement haven. Not taking them out unless needed, and you think tonight is one of those occasions. So before you leave the haven, you grab all of these things. Blow the head, dust off. Dust the, <laughs> blow the dust off them. Head upstairs to join the rest of the coterie. And so as you're all sitting around in the den, discussing your moves... What do you think will be your first course of action for tonight? Well, obviously I will be checking to see updates on the news and finding out uh, exactly what my scouts have been looking into. Indeed. obviously that's priority one. So you grab your phone, press the button, and you see a number of unread messages waiting. Good. <laughs> you open them, and it appears your gambit of setting the soldiers of the street to spy on each of these leads paid off yay for two of them uncovered something okay two of them okay okay the first was a man dressed in a long black coat wearing sunglasses with a hood over his face arrived at the storage facility accessed storage locker number four and retrieved a bulky item wrapped in brown wrapping paper. This was during the day? Yes. I that shouldn't have access to... You shouldn't be able to function Look, during the day. You have access to... You were privy to city information too, so there's yeah. lots of details. The hmm. second lead is that multiple people... Uh, Fitting the description of some of McGee's gangsters were seen entering the 69th Precinct Station several times throughout the day. 
not appearing to be under arrest or under any duress of the police, but rather entering the station almost as if they had business there during the day. Interesting. Potential hired muscle? The third message comes from your ghoul, Rhonda. And it simply says, Thanks for the boring night, boss. No mm. one turned up. Was looking forward to smashing some bones. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. They probably, turn up, yeah. probably a very good yeah, thing. Send a message back. Go yeah. Send a message back to that one. Going. Yeah. With that response, I'm almost glad nothing happened. <laughs> Surveillance only, unfortunately. But thank you for your efforts, regardless. So fire stations out. Someone went to the storage locker in the in the day, which raises several questions. People working with the 69th precinct is concerning because that means there's potential police involvement on this did i get anything back from the hotel the hotel um the homeless people simply described that the hotel had business as usual the only people that entered or exited seemed to be normal patrons nobody who could be associated with mcgee entered or exited and mcgee himself was not seen in the vicinity it's unlikely he would spend the night for the blood hunt in his haven that is so known. So he's not in the, the fire station was bust. I didn't think that I was I wasn't expecting the hotel to have anything there because I doubt if that's his like you know, main known haven. There's no mm. way in hell it'd be stupid enough to. Well, yeah, yeah. If we'd yeah. met him there, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say there would be no way he'd be there. Yeah, he him. knows damn well he wouldn't be that stupid to stay somewhere like that knowing that the city yeah. may be coming after him especially so us the people he tried to get rid of precinct itself is going to be an annoyance if that's where he's at i'm going to roll some dice oh uh, ghoul uh, that is two successes after you respond to the message from your ghoul your phone beeps again beep beep and another message from ronda pops up and it says did take a look inside the place oh though <laughs> got in without being seen brackets they might need to replace a window or two whole place is filled with cardboard boxes seems to be mostly tvs and dvd players isn't that what who did i pay with i was DVDs gonna say and... that was um no, the the job you're doing the stuff you're doing when you met was it yeah, Marcel? The, remember the yeah job? that involved people that were smuggling yeah. tvs and stuff and specifically thought you were one of mcgee's guys yeah so that's clearly a holding man. place for that one we may need to pay a visit to that yeah. one after mcgee's dead just yeah. to pick up on some of that that's it's one of his I warehouses agree. well either way i'm sending a message back going what part of surveillance <laughs> only were you not following <laughs> She responds and she says, Ah, place was run down. All the windows were broken anyway. What's one more? That's <laughs> not the point. If he was there, he would have destroyed you. And I'm not losing half the effort I've gone to keep you on my side. I'm not losing you to something that's stupid. We will deal with this once this matter is finished. So, knowing that he's sent people to the police station... That is... Severely concerning, but yes. Greg, as a civil servant, may be able to pull yes. some strings and see 
if there are any untoward deals going on in the police station that so it turns out the nice, whole place is say, since you've decided to <laughs> since you've decided to turn up to work today might as well put you to it please look into this did they leave yeah they've seen going in and out going in and out there's shadowy figures yeah, but there's no no reason to say that he might be there and they're running business for him in and out. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I only heard going in. I didn't okay, hear the well, going out part. Of the other. E- either way, uh, no. get Greg to look into some of his people to see so, if he can find out. What so, he do knows. you want to do that, Greg? Greg would like to do that. Okay, Greg. So I would like you to please make a manipulation leadership check oh, for me. Oh, there's my manipulation. Two against leadership. Two, so, so four cool. dice all together plus one red dice for your hunger. Alright, this right. I'm and actually, this. I think you have some contacts in City Hall. Three. Check. Go for it. So you have contacts, journalists, and poli- oh, co- you have influence with city officials. So add an extra three dice to the pool. Oh, absolutely. So that means you want seven, seven dice. dice. Seven one red one. Seven, yeah. Oh, one of the seven is a red one, yeah. yeah. So you want six and one. Six, six and one. Yeah. Let's Sorry. see how many successes you get. Hold these outside first. Actually, I can, I can mislead people onto my results. Please, I hope to God these dice work better than the other ones. Oh my God, yeah, that's three. Three successes. So, Greg, you pull out your phone and you dial the number of Claire, your touchstone, one of your colleagues in the civil service. Since you were transferred to this branch of civil service, ever since you started working nights, she's sort of taken you under her wing as a kind of mentor, and you've grown quite close. So you call her up and you ask her, you say, you're currently... You're currently investigating uh, some breaches in city code, and you're not sure that the police are doing the correct job in enforcing it, and you want to know if she's heard of any sort of unpublicised deals dealing with the police, and mm. you hear her rifling through papers, typing on her keyboard, and then she says, Oh, oh yes, uh, actually... 69th Precinct. Uh, yes, there's been an order sent through the system. Uh, someone who seems to be well-connected uh, made a large donation to the police department and they have an ongoing deal that patrols in certain areas of the south side are to be decreased in favour of focusing more on downtown. Thank her for your time. As she's unable, that's all she's able to tell you. She can't actually. There's no name. There's no name associated with this, and the circumstances of the deal are obfuscated. But she can tell you that essentially, someone has a deal with the police to decrease the number of patrols and decrease the level of police activity in certain sections of the south side and to have that police activity relocated to a different location almost as if someone is paying good money to have the police not be active in their backyard so you thank her for your time and tell her 
you hope it's a quiet night because you think you've got a busy one ahead of you and you hang up. Uh, decreased police on the south side, but they've increased it in downtown. Downtown, yeah. Which means either they're asking for more security or they want less running around south side so they can operate as they see fit. Um, would I be able to contact Mercy? Speaking of Mercy... Oh, here we go. Ah. What's she done now? Just sitting around... <laughs> I love that both of Sitting around the sharing <laughs> your... Sharing what you've discovered so far. Deciding what you're going to do first. You hear Mercy clear her throat. <clears throat> you look and you see her standing in the doorway. Right. She's here with of, us, isn't she? Yeah, the doorway uh, of the living room. Her hand on her hip. And she's looking at you and... She says, I don't think I've seen either of you this serious and that saying something because you know the vampire thing <laughs> yeah no fair mm-hmm. the whole that. death thing her lips <laughs> well yep uh, we're currently hunting your grandfather uh, <laughs> oh thin. that's right again you yeah. just great, go great right your great grandfather you're the Last living relative. Yeah. By the way, stay out of my desk. I don't need things being ruffled, and you're the only person that would have gone wandering up there. She raises her eyebrow at you, and then she thins her lips, and she says, "Yes. Well, I understand. I'm not like you all, but someone had been keeping me in the dark. I had to have answers, and you could have asked. Well, I figured. I figured." Anyone who may be connected to my uncle or my great-grandfather, it's still strange to think of him that way, Mm. probably would not have been very open with the answers. (laughs) Says that and just my eyebrows raised back at her. It's like, um, how do you think I got here to begin with? (laughs) She smiles and she says, well, I figured the time would come eventually when you were... You'd be out to get him. So tonight's the night, huh? Tonight is the night. Speaking of, he hasn't contacted you at all? She says, no, of course not. He hasn't spoken to me ever since you moved me in here. Yes, well... I've explained how you're my touchstone. You're his touchstone, so he might have contacted you. She says, yes, touchstone. As if I'm some sort of possession. To him, that's all I am. My whole life, he's just been there. Making sure I'm safe. Making sure nobody talks to me who he doesn't know about. Making sure I'm always there if he needs me. He says, but now you have freed me from that. Yes. And so I ask, when you go after him tonight, I want to be there. I want to face him and let him know how he has wronged me. Oh, the blood victims. Come with me, and I take her to the armory. She follows you into your room, and she watches as Blunderbuss. you. Blunderbuss. Blunderbuss, half turn, go. Just walk, just walk in, just click, click, silver bullets in the yeah. chamber. Yeah. Keep one for yourself, just in case. Well, one the chamber for yourself. <laughs> she watches as you open the metal locker the and then slides the hidden compartment open, <laughs> revealing your armory. And what do you give her as she stands there waiting expectantly? I'm going to give her a silence nine millimeter. Silence knife. Silence nine. <laughs> um, 
Who else has the other steak launcher? I or borrowed it just... for a bit, but yeah. I did. I put, put it, it back. back in. Yeah. Back. Okay. It's been checked into the. <laughs> been checked back into the armory. <laughs> I'm gonna give her one of the two steak launchers. Make sure it's fully loaded. And do I know how dexterous she is? You know she's fairly <laughs> dexterous. You've seen her use celerity, and she was able to Shut outrun. Make me. <laughs> she was able to outrun uh, multiple gunmen from the Second Inquisition. So, Ooh. yeah, but there's a big difference between the Second Inquisition goons and a full-fledged freaking vampire. That's... That is correct. And she, I am going to give her the choice. Of the SWAT uniform or one of the ballistic cloths. She looks at them both. And oh she... yeah, I got a SWAT uniform last session. Yeah. Because of course she fucking. Because I, reach... I purchased one. That's a bit of a kink, don't you think? <laughs> she reaches out, grabs the ballistic cloth, and says, "I think I'll move better in this." No offense, I don't want to be walking around looking like an army man. And then she. Ah, uh, no sp- fan service for you, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a montage. <laughs> <laughs> She just Damn. looks at you lovingly and she says, oh, right. you She's make it look good. Oh, you uh, had to, didn't you? Yeah, I hate to see it. Fuck all of you and your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> then she opens her leather jacket, slides the ballistic cloth vest on underneath, grabs the gun and expertly cocks it and loads it. Yeah. And then I show her how to use the stake launcher. And I give her a UV flashlight. And I go, and I tell her, you can come, and you can follow right behind me the entire time. But if I tell you to stay back, you stay the fuck back. No repeats of, and I look around to make sure that no one else is standing around me. No repeats of Sullivan Dane. She nods, and then she slings the stake launch over her shoulder and heads back downstairs, and... When you get back downstairs, you see the door to the kitchen open, and usually you hear the dogs growling on the other side, but today they're quiet, oh. and you see Alexander... Oh, the hunters in the oh, air. No, I was going to say, honestly, that's probably more terrifying that they're quiet now. Yeah, they're, they're quiet, they're not growling, and you see Alexander walking out, and as he walks out, he just looks over his shoulder, and he says... Do not worry, we shall have another sentient armchair very soon. And then Asking no questions, asking no <laughs> questions. It's legitimately that whole parent thing of going, ah, it's finally quiet. Pause. Shit, it's quiet, why is it quiet? <laughs> then he shuts the door behind him and he looks at you and he says, So, you're all ready for the big hunt? Shall I, uh, shall I employ the services of Baskerville tonight? Sounds dark and scary, yes. yes. Oh, you don't know what Baskerville is, do you? Oh, no, you have no fucking clue. Oh, sorry. Can you name the obvious universe that we're currently in? <laughs> he, said, he looks at you and he says, or if you think the big guns are required... Wait, you I have something have the, bigger? <laughs> he says, if the big guns are required, I could always have my Vojd brought in. Am is I, that the oh, thing that that's the thing he made. Yeah. Oh, you just watch the eyes. Watch. <laughs> yeah, Roger's eyes just narrow on that one. Does Greg know at all the, you know, Mickey McGrew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey McGrew, Mickey McGee? Does any? Does he? Is he actively aware 
just how bad this guy is. Well, you know yeah, of him, like, up, even... Keep you up yeah, like, yeah. even before... Yeah. Well, they've been telling you yeah, what yeah. they've been up to, and also, before you were a vampire, as a civil servant, you ran into this guy's name a lot. He's a pretty notorious underworld But figure. on the scale of no- notoriety, is he, like, one of the worst? Yeah, like, think, think up there with... Think up there with Al Capone type. Oh, okay. Terms, yeah. So basically, if King we let him King. slip, yeah, yeah. it's the, the, the scalability yeah. of this problem would actually. If he no. escapes the city, he will likely have friends elsewhere. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, no, he I, does not leave Chicago. Could I please? Could could Greg put forward an idea? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he he knows a lot of people. He knows a lot of the right people, and judging by my contacts of politicians. And journalists, not so much politicians, I mean, mainly the politicians. Um, could we get in touch with a corrupt colonel of any chance? Anyhow, oh. artillery pieces what in Marty McGrew's direction. I think I think you're going a little outside of your range. You're talking well, military I, personnel, but, not politicians. But the thing yeah. is, is that if I could use all my resources... You could very possibly... Get someone who owes you a favor to a maybe get a to maybe get a SWAT team. Okay. Maybe get a SWAT team a to assault is, a location if you know where yeah, but he is. We don't know exactly if, where he is. Yeah. Though even with all my resources. But what yeah. you could also do is that if we were doing those shadowy figures emerging from certain buildings, we know that there is a decreased police presence. Yeah, we know I'm sure there's politicians in place that the, also have the public dealings with his legal Yes. Do you know the sergeants that are getting bribed? Sergeant, <laughs> Captain Brick. Yeah, Captain, Captain Brick. Captain. Mm. Can you get into contact with a politician that might also be bribing Captain Brick? Captain Brick. The other way around. Yes. Oh, yeah, getting bribed by Captain Brick. Or getting bribed by Captain Brick and just. Yeah. Um, so work back from Yep. Yeah. 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 So do you want to make that phone call? Can we make like and like ask one after the other? Like, yeah, and see if you can maybe get yeah, a you... SWAT team on standby so that when you know where McGee is, you can potentially or artillery that. pieces. Or if are Captain out. Brick knows yeah, just... where the McGee place actually... where McGee actually is, because yeah. McGee would have had to tell Brick yeah where he's uh, going to try get and get the cops away from this area yeah. specifically yes but can also make it look, look there's probably investigations wrong. for a really bullshit what? uh you know corruption inquiry where we're yeah. in the corruption inquiry is already corrupted oh yeah i'm just saying as much as i love the artillery thing you can't exactly start lobbing artillery around i in think the middle what he meant by artillery yeah. is getting all of his big hitters yeah uh, um, yeah not, so, not actual artillery attacking the town what do you mean <laughs> why not <laughs> no because again open warfare I, on the streets like, of I, chicago i'm thinking this world is uh, dystopian stuff no, like this goes on all just the time regular chicago man it's just it's, like, it's, Chicago, it's Chicago, just with pointy teeth. I'm sure I can use enough corruption of my own leverage. Yeah, no, there's so, so much you can throw. Yeah. <laughs> so, Greg, you know of some, you, you know, there is possibly a politician who one would know of Captain Brick, and two, someone who might be able to pull some strings in the police department. Yeah, well, um, you'd probably have to go to your office at City Hall so that you can look through your list of contacts and Ooh. see who would be the appropriate person to leverage well you know what else you could also do you know politicians are probably one of the most corrupt people in the world and and someone like that 
will be someone of the highest tier will be getting paid by yeah. by Mickey mm. directly. All right. So I want you to please make an intelligence politics check for me. Uh, what do we got? Intelligence politics. Yeah, politics. Where is politics at? Uh, there three. It is. There's three. Six. Plus six. Three. Six. Plus you want to rouse the blood to try and get more added to that. <sighs> let's let's do that. So what you'll need is you'll need five blue, one red. And then if you want to rouse the blood, roll a single d10 to see if you can... Alright, here we go. Alright, not rousing the blood for that one? Yeah, sure. No, no, you gotta roll the rouse blood check first. Alright, you rouse the blood first. That's a seven seven for the Seven, so your hunger stays at one. Now you get an extra two dice to the pool. There you go. So, so that one. Yeah. There you go. You pump That's the it. blood through your body to enhance your brain power. Um, big one. Oof. That looks son of a one. bitch. You had all those dice and, and one success. Literally half of them were ones. Uh, uh, will, oh. will, willpower to reroll? He can use willpower if he wants. For fuck's sake, that's... Is there at least a success? There's one. There's one. One success. Exactly one success. But then there's also a botch that cancels that success. Oh, so, oh yeah, because, yeah, he's yeah. rolled... Oh, my God. So would God. you like to spend a willpower to re-roll? Guys, good luck with that. Oh, uh, my God. Yes, please. Hand me your re-roll. Yeah, I'm... So I want you uh, to put a... Put a dash through one of the willpower boxes on your sheet. So one of the white ones. One of the white ones, and then re-roll the dice. Half of them. <sighs> it's still. Oh, there's still a, there's a ten there. Yeah, but another success. Yeah. Much better. Three yeah, successes. Yeah, yeah. Four, Four successes. Five, which actually ups it to six. That's another ten. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Six successes. So. You think through all of the people you know through your work in City Hall, and there's one person who would be possible who would possibly be able to help you with both of these things, and that is Police Commissioner Edwards, the one in charge of all of the police forces in Chicago. You know where his office is. It's at City Hall. It's actually down the hallway from your own office. However, you don't have his phone number, and you know that the only way to see him is to make an appointment in person. You would have to talk your way in or find some oh, other way to I get to have to, to walk him. to his office door. <laughs> mm. I'll go knock on his door. Actually, am I in the same location as yeah. Okay, so I... But you, you tell them that that's a thing that you can do. That if you want this to is head what to, I found out yeah. using this information. If you want to head to City what would Hall, you like to do? if you want to head to City Hall, then he can try to get an appointment with this guy we and can maybe get one lean on, on either information. We can use him to get one-on-one -on -one with Mickey McGrew, like tomorrow. Oh, at least find out. No, we don't need tomorrow. We need... Okay. You should go tonight and talk your way in. I mean... Let's just all I go mean, to the police commissioner's office. Well, at least you and me, at the very yeah. least. Yeah, you rocking up with a lawyer in tow might be useful for you. Barry the other Alexander two can sit in the car. Well, I can't, like, indict him on corruption when the whole place is corrupt. Eh, pot kettle black, who gives a shit? <laughs> Alexander just says... Well, yeah, Alexander can I'm come. quite happy to spend the night cavorting with city officials. It's not quite my scene, but there's a first time for everything. Well, it's definitely not going to be the night. We need to get in, get this information, and get moving. 
than we have till the dawn. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a good place to start? Well, I was kind of hoping why Lot would have at least seen something that would have been a bit more tangible, but... Well, they've given you two places they've definitely you can given... start. Yes. So that seems to be a good place to start. Yeah. So you stand up, make sure you have everything you need, and then you walk out of your haven into the cold... Cold yet... Cold yet also eerily humid streets of Chicago tonight. The air is thick and wet, almost as if there is blood on the air, almost as if the city itself knows what is unfolding tonight. Make your way to the driveway where Roger's Mercedes is parked next to Alexander's Cadillac. You pile into Roger's car, managing to somehow all fit inside. And then Roger turns the key on the ignition, reverses the car out of the driveway and begins to guide it into downtown Chicago towards City Hall. As you were driving, Mercy, a bored look on her face, leans over and reaches for the knob on the radio. (laughs) Just casually, just hand over. Nope, nope. She bites her lip and she says, Oh, come on. At least put on some music. Surely you guys don't <laughs> drive around in silence every night. Mm. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Not many song options. That's you have... catch your prey while driving up to the new sound. Mm-hmm. Helps to focus. Quickly <laughs> plays the vinyls. Hero groan and then she leans back in her seat and you continue the drive in silence, getting onto overpass 90 and joining the endless stream of cars, uh, either commuting home from a day, long day of work or commuting out for their night shift. And you see the glass and light spires of downtown Chicago ahead of you. There is one thing I need to ask as we're driving. I will look over to Barry and going, did you get any updates on the, uh, that task you set for Damien at all? No, and I don't exactly want to message him first. (laughs) (laughs) Let him work and he can tell me if it was a success or failure. I'm not going to be one to tell a sheriff how to operate. Mercy leans back in her seat and she pulls out her phone, holds it in front of her and presses a button and the screen lights up and then a voice begins to emanate from her phone. In other news, an inferno that claimed the lives of a family of four in Arlington Heights last night has been ruled out as having been caused by foul play. At a press conference tonight, representatives of the Chicago Police and Fire Departments confirmed the cause of the fire to be a gas leak, which originated in the kitchen of the home, and have claimed the blaze is not suspicious, despite eyewitness reports of an unknown vehicle spotted in the area shortly before the fire. Alleged accounts of gunfire being heard in the vicinity have been declared by the Chief of Police to be nothing more than hearsay, while some questioned whether the blaze was linked to a still unsolved explosion in a south side tenement that resulted in the deaths of four squatters two nights ago, Police Chief Gary Irons stated these matters have been resolved to the satisfaction of the Chicago Police Department and no further investigation is required. Her phone then starts to play pop music and she hums along to it. So Gary Irons... <laughs> I'll see you in my eyes. 
Exactly. You know what they say about dank memes and still beams? Alexander just sighs and he says, mm, they heard gunfire, but thankfully, nobody appears to have caught sight of Baskerville or the Vol or the Volged leaving yes. the premises. I can say we got luckier than um He says, speaking of which, I've left Baskerville on standby, and my touchstone is ensuring the Volged is ready to go. On your word. I do not use that thing if need be, but once we have a better idea of what we're up against, we'll look into it. You drive into downtown through the loop. Normally this place would be... Normally this place would be a hive of Camarilla activity. Elysium would be... Elysium would be held at one of the many hot spots of the night and the kindred would be gathered scheming and plotting the night away but tonight you see none of them and the regular kindred haunts appear to be deserted as you mm -hmm. drive past everybody is already out hunting just as you are you arrive at city hall a white a white brick double story building positioned at the very edge of a city park. The front of it is flanked with faux Roman columns and a tall staircase elevates the glass doors that serve its, as its entrance from the street. Park your car in the parking lot beside the city park, kill the engine and then head up the staircase pushing open the glass doors. Walk inside into a reception area lit only by the light of a desk lamp where the receptionist sits uh, thumbing through a mag through a slumming through a gossip magazine as she dangles a pen between her lips. She hears the door opening and she looks up and as she sees the five of you enter she frowns puzzled and then she says I'm sorry uh, visiting hours are closed uh, how do you roll five in that would move just visiting hours uh, we're, we're, we're pretty much closed for the night uh, if you've got any complaints or if you're trying to if there's an application you want to lodge, uh, come back tomorrow, uh, just after 8am, and we'll be... Then she notices Greg standing in the midst of you all, and she says, Oh, oh, Mr. Maximilian. Oh, I... Sorry, I wasn't aware you were working late tonight. Oh, a human! Every night, my lady. Doesn't happen at all. Uh, it's like let's just cut to the chase. I need to speak to the commissioner, regardless of the situation. Just com police commissioner Edwards. Yes, that guy. Just, oh, he, he's in tonight, but he doesn't have any appointments, according I to. I don't think we need an appointment. 
Mm. We're both standing leaders, and I need content with him. Content with him now. Very well. I'd like you to please make a manipulation persuasion check. Here is a gun. Or you may <laughs> just want to intimidate her. Do you want to no, threaten her and no. say, "I"? I'm pretty sure she's privy to the amount of corruption going on in that office. All right. So no, I'm, I'm not going to. We're not intimidating. I'm just no. saying. She's definitely yeah. privy to it. Yeah. Mm. Does that make it more advantageous to us if we just you throw it out there? Yeah, it's funny though that your your intimidation coercion is better than your persuasion, so Well, let's just do that then. Alright, so you walk up to her Not with a gun. You stand there and you say Let's cut to the chase. And you say shouldn't need to ask me for an appointment. We are both we, we are both in the employ of the city. We both have our business to attend to, and we don't pay you to ask questions. Now, call him up and have him ready to see me, or I'll ensure that you... Uh, I'll ensure that this is the last night you spend at that desk. Oh, wow. That was... <laughs> like, I mean, that was dark <laughs> for me. It's like, I was going to go up to him and be like... Cut to the chase, Cynthia. Mm. Oh, yeah, we, right. It's like, we know, we're looking for another corrupt individual, and the only way to get to that corrupt individual yeah. is through your you don't, you don't want to ask questions. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. You don't need no to. No bullshit. I want right. this answer. It's still um, intimidation. Will you be using your presence, uh, Daunt, to add an extra dice to your pool? Do you, like, hold his cloak up like this? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's just you. you <laughs> <could> <laughs> I was going to say, just imagine, like, the lighting just changes around yeah. his face, just that little bit darker. Yeah, the lighting, you use when you use this ability <laughs> so you'd like to use your door to I'd like to use where my is the commissioner so go ahead please which one make, is your breathing holes <laughs> please make a manipulation uh, please make a manipulation True. subterfuge intimidation check and you may add your presence as extra presence dice as they're doing uh, that I just like said because I wasn't here as you're leaving I put one all of my weapons in the back, yeah, in the boot. All of them. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I'm, I'm, SWAT uniform. I was gonna say yeah. I'm not entirely yeah. sure why we brought Alexander Barry or Mercy in with us. Uh, I don't yeah. know what's happening. Ah, we're Two. going to see, we're going to City Hall to train. Three. The on the, geez, there you go. Two successes. Still at two. Still at two. Seriously. No, that one's that's three successes. Three successes. You step forwards, and to her, Seriously. it's almost as if the light suddenly shifts around your Just face making it appear making it appear so much more subtly sinister adding a veneer of subtle threat to your words the most fake guy she looks up at you she her mouth drops open and she says uh um oh okay uh well this is a highly unusual but i'll i'll make the call she reaches for the phone in front of her, places the receiver in her ear, dials the number, and she says, Ah, uh, yes, uh, sorry, uh, Commissioner Edwards, I- I'm sorry to bother you. I have Greg Maximilian and some colleagues of his here. Yes, I, I know, I told him that you don't have an appointment, but he insists it's urgent. Yes, okay, I'll send him through. Thank you very much, sir, and once again, sorry. She hangs up and she He looks. was in the office the whole time? Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. She said he was in. He's just in. Just wasn't taking appointments. Yeah. And she, she looks up at you yeah. and she says... She said he was in yeah. and had no appointments. Yeah. So Which we could have just gone, can we see him? And you yeah. went... I'm fucking scary! <laughs> you know this corruption. Well, she wasn't going to let any... Yeah. She wasn't going to let you in anyway, so... Where is he? She becomes like... Where is he? Yeah. 
Captain of the Iron Guard just, slams just her umbrella stand down. No, no, no. <laughs> she just looks up at you and she says, uh, he'll, he'll see you now. And once again, Mr. Maximilian, my apologies. I did not mean to hold you up. Uh, please uh, have a good night and, and best of luck in whatever business you and the Commissioner have. I will. Just Commissioner. <laughs> yeah. So you step past her uh, into, the, into the hallway behind the... Uh, behind the counter and lead your lead your companions down it past your own office your name painted on the placard on the wall and two doors down is the commissioner's office a solid wooden door with a placard simply reading Jonathan Edwards police commissioner the door is shut who'd like to knock well this is yep. your show I'm just here as backup I'll just look to the other three. Unassuming man on the just, other side of yep. the door. Yeah, so I just look to the other three I, and just go I don't try even to knock. Just open yeah, the door. Just open the door. Yeah. yeah. So as we're about to go and just look to the other three and go try to make yourself look somewhat presentable. Is he still or walking around like non, this? Non, I said black khaki, a black fucking balaclava Actually, yeah. Pause on you. Actually, I was gonna say, um, did Alexander usually looks? Yeah, Alexander always looks presentable. Actually, I'll point to Alexander and go, you come with me, looks to Mercy and Baron go, wait outside. (laughs) Okay. Mercy just presses herself against the wall, pulls out her phone and starts scrolling through whatever she's looking at. Greg pushes the door open and inside you see the police chief, a rotund man with frizzy short red hair and freckles wire-rimmed glasses seated behind a desk he looks up from the papers he's rifling and he sees he sees you and he says maximilian and i'm sorry uh, i don't believe we've met alexander steps forwards holds out a hand and says alexander borg the commissioner looks at Alexander's hand and then he just shrugs and he looks at you, mm. Roger. Roger Maxwell, attorney of the law. Pleased to make your acquaintance, Commissioner. Mm. An attorney, Maxwell, says the police commissioner. You had no import you had no appointment. What I I Let's I must to ask. The chase. Mm. Yes, he, he, he looks Just at you. Just remember, before we go any further, this is a freaking yeah. commissioner, so... He says, I must... We have the similar standing in this place. Yeah. He, he, says, he says, I must know what you deem so important as to barge into my office with an attorney present. We're looking for Mickey McGrew. We have reason to believe that he is both in leagues with and manipulating members of your police staff. We went for the most corrupt person we knew, yeah. and that was you. Dude, just... Jesus <laughs> fucking... Pro- what? Because I remember all the with my cane... With my just, just... Roger, just exit yeah. stage left. Nope, we're done here. This is it, we're fucked. Police no, commissioner no. just Brett looks Con- at you, and his eyes mm. narrow, and he says... Hmm. Mickey McGee in league with the Chicago police. You must be mistaken. We are not stupid. If you'll (laughs) allow me. I don't know. We have notable evidence that he has been working most recently with those of the 69th precinct and the 7 
Uh, southern uh, side of Chicago. One uh, police chief. Uh, sorry, uh, where are we? Captain Brick, I believe. Please make a manipulation persuasion check. That I can do. And for you may add your presence. You may add your all. I would you love want. to do that. That oh, would be well, great. My intimidation is terrible One, with my next idea. <laughs> three, four. No, no, no. So I'm doing manipulation no, persuasion. You said. Yep. And you may add your presence if you like. Three. You know, these these naughty, risky images earlier. <laughs> Actually, I drop one of those back to hunger dice. And yeah, no, please, please do not threaten the police chief. We're not. You know, we're through the same social thing. We're exactly That's great, the same. but you don't both threaten civil them. servants. Uh, we're both I'm looking at three here. Damn. Three. He says nothing, but he just holds out his hands as if telling you, "Lay it on me." We have, through my own investigations, have been seeing a noticeable amount of payments to the precinct in the last number of years, most likely to keep a certain, mm, let's say, dealings quiet. Most recently of which happening as early as yesterday. Uh, you may have noticed, I'm not sure if it's reached your desk at all, but uh, a number of uh, officers from that particular precinct have been dispatched further downtown and, and leaving the south side or that particular precinct area rather unguarded. We're not sure what his intentions are, but we feel it necessary to know where this may be happening as soon as possible. Commissioner just looks at you and he says, Okay, say that's true, what's in it for me? Well, it's always a boon to have Say weeded out a significant amount of corruption. Mm -hmm. Would you like me to use my resolve? Is really good. Where you what now? Can I use my resolve to sort of okay. sweeten the deal? No, oh, can. okay. You can, yeah. If you want to, if you want to say you can I'm, pull in some I'm just favors saying, in. Let's be realistic. We had commissioner discovers corruption or you know removes corruption mm -hmm. from the police precinct. Always looks good in the press. Or oh, sees it. Good for his own personal benefit. Touche, he says. So he does have personal Very well. liability. He says... I can look the other way. He says, yeah. I'm aware of Captain Brick's dealings. Okay. Okay. I'll say that I tried to discourage him. But... I read the rule book. But I do not command as much sway over the police as I would like to. Detective Brick indeed has a deal with someone. I suspect it to be Mickey McGee. There are two portions of the deal. One is that Captain Brick reassigns several of his officers from patrols on the south side to patrols on the edge of downtown. He shrugs. Means nothing to me. South side's a shithole. Crime rate's going to be high no matter what. What's the loss of a couple of cars? Mm. So the second part of the deal, Captain Brick happens to also uh, be... Also happens to be in charge of the Railway Customs and Inspections. Oh, there oh, we um, go. Call Brick someone's in Someone's looking to book out of town, and who better to go with than the person in charge? You sneaky son of a bitch. Well, customs, no, yeah, he's just been importing drugs. Well, that too, says, but let's be realistic. If you want to get out of town in a fucking hurry, who's the best person to get involved to make sure course, you're safely? The 69th Precinct, being as it's mm -hmm. located next to what was once the heart of Chicago's 
Once the beating heart of Chicago's railroad system, uh, well, you know, back in the day when the railroad was a uh, functioning industry, there were cust proper customs officers who inspect, you know, rail masters who inspected everything coming in and out of the city. These days we're lucky if a freight train comes through a couple times a month. So, budget cuts and all, cities placed the jurisdiction of making sure no contraband is in any of those freight trains of the 69th precinct. That's Detective Brick's purview. I believe Mickey McGee may be leveraging these bribes to have access to the railroad system. Yes. He thinks for a moment. He we... says, he says the rail industry in this city is a husk of what it used to be. If I wanted to smuggle shit into the city, not that I would ever do anything like that, I'd probably do it by rail. We, Need through our now. own sources, have reason to believe he may be trying to smuggle something out, particularly this evening himself. He's large enough. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really help. He says, very well. He says... If you, if you know where Mr. McGee will be located tonight, I would be happy as a favour to Maxwell to pull some strings in the police department and provide you with some assistance provided, uh, provided when the papers hear about all this. It is my name that gets credit for bringing him down. Mm, I see absolutely a... no reason for that. I well, think... he, well, 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 huh? he may see it as no, you may see it as no reason, but I believe it's a cooperative attempt. You are going to bring some someone, and I'll be the person mm, leading the charge. City hall. I mean, he could easily have yeah. that. He we're both going to partners together. Yeah, can, uh, a coordinated effort. City hall takes down corruption. Sounds like a fine. This is one. fine. Fine. My name and Maxwell agrees. My yeah. name and Maximilian's oh, name in the paper. Maxwell, <laughs> you're Maximilian. <laughs> Plot twist. He says, no. so, tell me, McGee smuggling things out of the city tonight. It's entirely possible. He, mm. We're trying to narrow down. He says, and what do you know about it so far? Do you know what time this is going to take place? Who's involved? Do you know which rail yard this is going to this is going... Do you know which rail yard is going to be the origin point? Can you force Detective Bricks to come mm. to work? Hmm. Right I'm now. I'm pretty sure he'd be busy if he had people going in and out of his precinct all day. Well, that's, that's alright, but he's about to be on the cusp of one fantastic editorial. Mm. And that won't you. really... He looks at you and he says, the roller coaster that is your mind is me, and I'm legitimately trying to keep up and I can't. That's a fool's errand. At no point should you attempt to follow this railroad. I'd like to thank Ravnir, the quest giver, for sponsoring tonight's adventure. We came in here, as far as I'm aware, and look, I have gone, trying to find someone who may be able to get information out of the captain... By yeah. exposing his bribes. <laughs> to now, work now, now he's getting an editor. What? You take what subs. He's trying to increase his stare. He's got nothing to do. He's being a venture. 
Yeah, he's being a Ventrue. He's being a Gordon Dick. I'm being a very different type of Ventrue here. I just want to know where the fuck he's going. And Commissioner Edwards, Commissioner Edwards shakes his head. He says, "Let's leave Captain Brick out of this. My name carries much more weight than his. If you want my help, I'll be happy to have some." Have a tactical team mobilize. He literally just said he doesn't have as much sway as he hoped. Yeah. Mm. And then he just said, he My name carries more weight. Well, I mean, obviously, he's <laughs> saying that he has more weight than bricks, but not as much as you'd think. I don't bloody know. I'm barely struggling to follow the narrative. Or he was trying to. Or he was trying <laughs> or to. Or he could have been just trying to bullshit no, with us. Or just trying to say, like, you know. I don't like my yeah. officers being yeah. corrupt. Which, <laughs> yeah, he seemed to, to change. He did uh, seem yeah. to change his tune the second yeah. we went. Well, hey, oh, you help us. All of a sudden, you're <laughs> top of the heap. You're the talk of the town. Look at it, and all of a sudden, oh, he's like, "Make it sound like oh. it's a surprise now." Welcome so to Chicago. Just... Look, I just hunt people. Okay, <laughs> so what would you like a to hunt do? You. Uh... <laughs> uh... That's the annoying thing. We don't have, like, the best lead we've gotten from him is the fact that Brick was in charge of smuggling thing. I just put two and two together and went, well, obviously McGee needs out of the city. Him plus whatever he's picked up from his uh, storage locker could be trying to make a beeline out of said city. Which would be the fastest way to do so without being detected, especially if they've got decreased police activity yeah. in that precinct it'd be very easy for him to slip him and his boys out with can that. I and hear what's being said yeah you can hear what's being mm. said I would like to make a call to my criminal contacts yep. while they're doing yeah, their conversation sure. yep so you grab yeah, your imagine, phone dial the number and you hear Charlie's familiar voice oh it's the golden boy <laughs> Ready to steal more DVD players? Actually, depending on oh, how this goes, we might have a whole warehouse for that son of a bitch. <laughs> um, well, depends. Uh, you know, I'm always willing to offer payment for a job, even if that payment is a month late. Um, would you be able to get me information on if there's any trains coming through... Uh, was it South Side? South Side Rail Yards. Yeah, coming through the South Side Rail Yards tonight. Trains, he says. Yes, I would like to know if there's any trains coming through tonight, making any stops, passing through. He says, what, do you think this is the 1920s or something? He says, ain't been a railway, ain't been anything on the railways in Chicago in <laughs> decades. He says, only people, you, only people... Who uh, bring things in via the rail, as far as I know, uh, McGee and his crew smuggling drugs on the freight trains that pass through on their way to Milwaukee. Well, wouldn't you happen to fucking know it? This has to do with McGee. As I asked, are there any trains coming through tonight? I'd like you to please make <laughs> a manipulation. I'd like you to make a charisma leadership check. You may add your criminal contact dots as extra dice. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay, so that's four dice. Here's <laughs> those four. Three normal and one hunger. That it. One pass. I'm going to use one willpower. Yep. So that was the passing die. Uh, I just need to write off one willpower. 
Lose any willpower is not good. No, you don't want to lose willpower. Thanks for that. Two more passes. So that's three passes altogether. Three passes. Three passes altogether. Alright. I'll put the feelers out. I'll do this one as a freebie to you since uh, sounds like you're planning to go up against McGee and his crew and that's fucking suicide. Love your, uh, love your honesty. <laughs> Want to make a bet? He says, uh, give me 20 minutes, half an hour, hour at most. I'll see what I can do. Call some of my, uh, call some of my, uh, contacts down in Milwaukee. See if they've got a shipment that's meant to be coming in tonight. Uh, in the meantime, uh, if you're going to go get yourself shot, uh, don't mention my name and don't tell them that you work with me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, love is honesty. Good man. <laughs> hey, there's a never more honest crew than criminals. Yeah. See, you're not. Wrong. You're not well, I'm, I can't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not willing to look any further into that statement. We'll move on. It's the charlatans you got to look out for. Yes. Mm. Bastards never. It's the do honest it. one you got to look out yeah. for. So. So with that, what would you all like to do? Well, the commissioner's in his office. He's just I was gonna say rubbing wants, his hands together. I was going to say, if Barry wants, he can knock on the door and try and like update us just so he peek his head through. Well, we the problem is, I don't really have any updates. I'm waiting, for the, uh, I'm waiting for him okay, to get back yeah, to me. Because yeah. if I can find out if there is... If it comes up that there's no trains coming through tonight, mm. then this where, is where? a waste of time. I mean... Bit of it. Yeah. Was cat detected breaching? Well, you know, you know, if well, you I, I understand why you want to bring yeah. him in, but at the same time, if we let him, if he finds out that we're looking into yeah, this, he he's very easily on the yeah. payroll. He's on the payroll, like a significant amount on the payroll, which means he let McGee know almost immediately. Can you go through well, your criminal contacts to find where McGee most frequently? No, visits? I, that was what yeah, I was doing. Was oh, sorry, that's what yeah. I was doing. Oh, okay, I was yeah, literally so. using. Could, you ask this chief commissioner, commissioner if he can pull up the records of where exactly, like, the buildings that the cops were pulled from. Like, yeah, the exact parts of Yeah, the like, the exact parts. parts but if we get too specific in the details, then he might just turn, because value to Mickey might be more than the value of the money to us. So you have to kind of out, like, why those both mm. options up. No, that's true. That's true, but so there's we, another parliament, or not parliament member, but hmm. um, whatever the fuck you are. Um, yeah, there's more than one criminal gang. There's more than one criminal syndicate rolling through Chicago. This isn't exactly. Yeah. But you know the best thing about talking about corruption in an open forum no. is that the most corrupt person can also be seen as the biggest hero out of this. Yes, that's and yes. Quite dis- what you're leveraging. Yeah, ex- yeah, and dissuading public opinion. It's like okay. me, corrupt person. No, I'm the one that saved the city. Exactly. Look at- and with Mickey McGrew out of the... Sorry, McGee, 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 McGee out of the way. McGee, look, I'm really glad he's going to be dead the after tonight, so we don't have to have this conversation ever again. Anymore. The commissioner can make his yeah. move, and then I'll kill yeah. him. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where we're rolling with this, but... Alright, can I need uh, my resolve? Can I do a resolve check for the detective? You want, to, you want to get the detective involved? No, I don't think that's a good plan. Because oh, again, he will... No, I don't think that getting Brick involved is a good idea. Oh, no, sorry, not, not Brick. Yeah. I meant getting the commissioner yeah. well, the com- one level ahead. Mm. Well, the commissioner rubs his thick fingers together and he says, if you think he's going to be smuggling something via rail, 
perhaps I can put word out down the chain that, let's say, there's going to be a terrorist, suspected terror attack on the railroads tonight. Have some officers stationed on the major railroads in and out of the city. Hmm. He says, or you find out where this exchange is taking place and I can have a tactical team ready to go in and arrest Mr. McGee. Yeah, on one hand that would be really useful, on the other hand that also presents a significant potential for exposure as well. Bloodhunt or not, breaking the masquerade is still breaking the fucking masquerade. We need everyone on the same side as us. I would like to activate... Is the door open or closed? It's closed, but you can hear what they're saying, because it's just mm -hmm. on the other side of the door. I'm going to knock on the door, mm. open it, point at... Roger, mm -hmm. and ask him to come outside for a second. Mm. Very well, excuse me for just a moment. Commissioner okay. nods and you exit the room. Heading out to the hallway where mm. Barry and Mercy wait. Roger's just audibly sized going, this is... We could potentially have... Oh, I take it you heard. Yeah, I've heard everything that's a roller coaster in there. Mm. Um, I have contacts finding out if there is a train scheduled to come in today. As it's mm. going to be impossible to get a train to come through without any sort of scheduling. So, that is true, that is true. Um, I should find out within an hour at the most. Mm. What if you were to ask him exactly where exactly the patrols that have been moved came from? So what? Yeah. Ooh, what oh, what blocks? What like what street area have been cleared? Interesting. I will. Give me a moment. Because I'm sure that he, as the commissioner, would, would have know. that. Yes, very well. Yes, I will details. head back inside. Going, uh, mine has raised an interesting query. You wouldn't happen to know where exactly the patrols that were moved through the 69th precinct, where they were moved from. We know that they were moved more into the downtown area, but more specifically, we wish to know which areas have been left unguarded. I understand no, it's not a pleasant area, but this may narrow the search down if you, under, if you understand my meaning. Edwards looks at you and he says, hmm. Alright. Leans forwards. Starts bashing his fingers on the keyboard of his computer. <laughs> he's one of those people that came to computers late. Yeah, I was going to say. He's, 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 he's a big man, he's got big fingers, the numbers you've used to dial this number are too fat. <laughs> squints his eyes as he looks at the screen and he looks up and he says okay patrols eight cars were removed from southern south side essentially is essentially right on the very edge of the city limits any further on you'd be moving into gary a lot of old rail yards in that vicinity Trolls have been moved from that area, shifted up towards the north end of the district, sort of just outside the loop. That's where, well, that's where there are more taxpayers anyway, so 
in my I, I don't have any particular any particular aversion to this change but uh, there you go he says nothing nothing much in that area where they were removed from this old warehouses factories old mm. rail yards most of it's abandoned disused hasn't been touched in several decades mm. He then grabs the computer monitor and swivels it around so you can look at a map of where the police patrols have been uh, reassigned. And if you like, you may make an intelligence investigation check. Oh, damn, I might have actually been decent at that, but stay if I'd come into the room. Yeah, actually. Oh, well. I can give it a go if nothing else. I mean, you can come and ask me to take a look at the one. Um, I mean, yes, I will bring Barry in. Since yep, Barry, you can yeah. query. So yeah, feel yep. free to make that roll yourself. As Barry enters, you see the commissioner just look at him with a look of distaste on his face, and he just looks over at you and he says, uh, "Yes, well, just let me confidential everyone. informant Maximilian. We like to." We, we like yeah, we, we, we like to employ all manner of uh, workers to help get the job done. Please make a manipulation subterfuge check. Yeah, that's more I want my curiosity. Call. How many people are on the other side of this door who's casually walking in? Well, Very criminal, dark and scary conversations. Yep, well, come on in. It was basically me and Mercy well. sitting yeah. outside. Yeah, you may add your awe to it if you like. You may yeah. add your presence to it. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to roll a hunger dice to yeah. add to add yeah i might yeah, that was a pass yeah that failed from mine so my hunger moves up to, to yeah. q pass is six or above yep six or above six so. are high but that's okay Ooh. i got three passes i will take the three passes yep oh, so we'll see if you get to use those in a moment yeah. yep Oh I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I may no that's i'm gonna have to spend the willpower to try and yep mm. Yeah, one, uh, two passes. Two yeah. passes is not going to cut this. Mm. Oh no, that's three passes because that's a zero. Yeah, that is a zero. Yeah. Okay, so that's three mm. passes. Still spend no willpower. A willpower. Not Considering I'm going to be going up against someone that's a more powerful venture than myself, I don't want to be burning for yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Do you want to go with your three successes? Uh, I mean, as long as I'm not going to get arrested in the next two seconds. Well, for <laughs> the commissioner rolled two successes. Oh my inside, god! So. <laughs> He's got his hands on the monitor, and as he sees Barry approach, he starts to swivel it back around. Because <laughs> so, yeah, no, this no is sensitive saying. information, and then you say it's okay. I'll mm -hmm. show it to you he later. It's very well. If he's not going to leak any of it, and is if it's essential for him to know, if, if this is going to lead to McGee being caught tonight, then fine. And he swivels the monitor back around. How many successes did you get, Barry? Three. So you peer at the map, examining each of the streets, running your finger down them, and you see that there are indeed three old marshalling yards in the vicinity that were once connected to the city's rail network. And they are labelled on the map with the name of the company that once operated them. There is the Chicago, there is the Chicago Municipal Railroad. Mm -hmm. There is 
the Indiana Interstate Railroad. Indiana. Yeah, Indiana Interstate Railroad. Yep. And the Wisconsin Express Railroad. That's the one we're after. That one? Wisconsin's where the drugs are coming in from. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he's, he's going to have an operation at the other end. Ooh, yeah, from right. where, he, where he bailed from originally. Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah Milwaukee, on, Wisconsin. Mm. Yeah, just, just on the other side and, of Lake Michigan. And there you go. Yeah. We have... <laughs> so if I'm wrong, I'm going to feel so stupid, but that's... Greg's is not in agreement. <laughs> the commissioner just sees yes. a look on Barry's face and he says... See anything you like, son? I look at Roger and nod. Okay, do, do I understand what that means? You just look. I don't know how much you're wanting to tell him now. Ah. Because he... Okay. Uh, trusting us to take him down? Yes, I see something I like. But, you say that out loud? Or? Yeah, I'm going to say this out loud. You're trusting us to take him down? Yes, I see something I like. But this is, the well, less people know. He says, feel free to let me in. Otherwise, if you're going to keep the information to yourself, then, well, maybe I might put word down the line that uh, a civil servant and a attorney at law uh, causing trouble on the streets tonight. And there's we well, could look like any attorney and any civil, civil servant. No, I feel like you'd be in a world of shit. My name is plastered on my fucking... <laughs> He's the guy you want to kill the other end of this <laughs> corridor. Yeah, your name is now, like three doors down. I will his. point out I'm that Greg... You do have cloud memory. So if you want, you could just cloud this guy's memory and leave and he will not remember any of this conversation. I reckon we... That would be fucking useful. That would be... Shit. That (laughs) would be... Actually, that would be very useful because there's no other use for it at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, I will... Before I do anything else, is there any sort of information you want to steal from him? I mean, no, so no, no. Don't want to I'm, fuck. I am single-minded. Get information. No, so we need does, to get information. We're does, on a time limit. No fucking around. Cloud. Oh no, but that means we lose our. Yeah, if we, you, we if lose. you cloud his memory, then obviously you won't be able to get the, get the tactical team or any yeah. other. Assistance. And again, as much as as much as useful as that would be that also does present a severe potential to expose ourselves and you do have to keep in mind that this guy thinks that McGee's gonna be arrested tonight and parade him before the media and say that no we're not looking to arrest McGee is going to be missing after tonight yeah he's gonna be fucking gone so you know what thank you for his time Clyde the fucking memory I turn around instead of answering him I turn around to Greg. Yep. Mm-hmm. And go, we've got all we need from him, so you reckon you can make him forget? I can, before I do, I yep. Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> um, can, can I ask him, okay, oh, we might need the city lock, like, you know, no, storage no, locker. No, 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 we're not asking arms. him to lock him down, because no, no, you no, can't, one, you can't ask, to... 
No, you can't ask a police commissioner for fucking guns. There is no <laughs> way on God's green earth that's not going to have an issue. If you play it right. No. I mean, not in a million be like, five years. Yes, here, yeah. we're like ready to help before it no, picks up. I mean, you can ask a, a police commissioner for guns if you're a vampire and yeah, but, just force him to give you the guns. Yeah, but, but we have an armory. Yeah. We already have guns. Do we, oh, I've only got a 9mm. Do you have You've got an assault rifle. Oh, I've got an assault rifle. You have, you have. Alright, well, sorry, Commissioner. My wife! You've left it in the car. Yeah. I literally picked up our armor. We are stocked. We have guns. We have vampiric powers. We also have two horrid abominations to fucking roll out if need be. The Commissioner screws up his face. He says, Forget. Whatever do you. You step mm -hmm. forwards, Greg. Please rouse the blood. Roll a d10. We'll see if your hunger goes up or not. It's going to use your blood. Forget. Forget. Ten. No, that's a ten. Oh, hey! Ten. Yeah, he's fucking on a yes, roll. Yes, stay up. Yo, I believe you're still at Forget me, mate! <laughs> Forget. Yeah. He's really disproving yeah. the curse at the moment. He is. It's weird, I don't yeah. know. So you just lean forwards, look into his eyes and say, Forget. And then you turn around, motion for the others to follow you, leave the office, and as he sits there with a glazed look on his face before his senses oh, return to him. The receptionist. Yeah, no. It's fine. You can clear out your memory too if you want. My wife! <laughs> <laughs> just, just, literally, just, yeah, literally, just fucking men in black style as yeah. you're just walking past, not even turn your gaze, just nope. The, the area of You get amnesia! <laughs> you get amnesia! Everybody gets amnesia! It's just, it's just that fucking, like, men in black thing, you just yeah. walk past, just fucking neuralize them, <laughs> keep walking. <laughs> Pull the door shut, make your way back down the hallway to the reception area. Receptionist looks up and she says, Productive meeting, I hope. You will never know. <laughs> Mine won't <laughs> you wanna you wanna cloud her memory too? Oh look. Do you think Yeah, we should all right. we should yeah. please no Unfortunately that puts in a very advantageous position. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't ask just the receptions became the deep dark over. No questions, just fucking do it. So clearly we need to just roll one yeah. dice instead of like a group, because the second you start rolling groups you fail miserably. You just look it into her eyes and you say, hmm. Yes, very productive. Forget. <laughs> forget about her face it. glazes over. Yeah, what did I forget? <laughs> her face glazes over and as she stares blankly ahead. You exit, pushing the door open and letting the others out into the night. As we walk outside, yep. so that obviously mm. the girl that just forgot doesn't hear over here, I go, there was three, three train tracks. There's the Chicago Municipal, the Indian Interstate, and the one I think we need, Wisconsin... Um... Yeah. Express. Express. Wisconsin Express. At this, and considering Alexander, his past... Alexander mm. just nods and says, mm, yes, Milwaukee. Yes. Mm. Considering his past, considering his connections, considering now we know where the drugs come because, from... Yeah, yeah, just because he's no longer in the sea doesn't mean he doesn't still have connections. Yes. Well, as we have been proven, you have a connection in another city. It can well, be done. I do now. It's more yes. it's very easy to still have people elsewhere. Yes. Alright, so you know where you're going. Yes. Looks that way. We Is there anything you'd like to do before you head there? Uh, what they hate. time is it? It's about, at this point, about 9:30 p.m. Still, the night is still very young. Just I hate to think about we may. That's like lunchtime in vampires. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like it's a like brunch. Yeah, 
Spot of brunch, a nice little tussle with the local mafia. Hates daylight savings. How's everyone looking on hunger? I've got one hunger. I'm trying to determine yeah. if it's worth going hunting. To get two? He's got two. Are you willing to go with... Mm. For you, though, it's easier to hunt. Yeah. Yeah, no, I yeah, do definitely, you, I definitely can, have options. I, yeah. can grab it, I can literally drive through yeah. on the way over. You get a drive, yeah. go, go through a drive through. Mine's like an intellectual I mean, if you're only at one, yeah, that's not... Yeah, I'm only on one, so... Uh, you I leverage know. people. Like, you leverage corrupt people for blood. Me, and I just nab the nearest fucking bum. I... It doesn't... Uh, I've got a cross off boon from Damien. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I've got to make a note of that, so oh, I can update. I've got to do that as well. Um... Firepower, do we think that we need more? Um, again, we could get Alexander's... An M72 law. No, 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 I don't think I don't think my weapon dealer no, can we, get me a rock grenade launcher yeah. tonight. Yeah. If we if we had a couple nights, he might be able to source it, me but one. Not tonight, yeah. I don't in the span of a night. I would like to take a rubber band with me. You can bring a rubber band. <laughs> I open the drawer, open the glove box. Hey, stay uh, in my drawer. <laughs> I'd be very careful with my bullshit. See how far I get. As you no, clamber back tonight. into the car, and as you climb in, you see Alexander hold his hand out in front yeah. of him and stare at it. And then before your eyes, you see his fingernails elongate, growing out by about six centimeters each, turning into mm. sharp daggers. Have you seen mm, a dermatologist? Uh, I was going to say, is that both or just on one hand? Just on one hand that you can Good. see. You might want to need your free hand to ready your um, pets. We may need them if we're dealing with local So I'm still waiting for issues. the criminal contacts to get back to me. Yes. Mask has nothing to do. We've basically got all the firepower we can Must really have. need. We've got a couple of AKs. I've got my rifle. We've got... We've steak all got launches, nine millimeters yep. steak launchers. Um, Alexander says, Baskerville or the Vosged or both. Go with both. Oh, yeah, you say you say that, but you have no idea what the fuck I, I have no on. idea what these things are. We so don't. Why not both? He's gotten rid of all the cops, so we can make an assumption that he's got a lot of ghoul. Yeah, that and he's got even mm -hmm. kindred. Mm -hmm. That although he, he may not have much kindred. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he's, yeah. No, there's no way he'd have. Most kindred would probably not. They'd probably be taking the opportunity need to, to take him out. So he'd be most likely but gaming for ghouls are a possibility. It's unlikely he would be on his own tonight. No, there's well, no way. Fucking earth to be fair, we're gonna need to leave no survivors if these ghouls are his. Mm -hmm. So. If Alexander, and I say this out loud, if you, Alexander, can guarantee that your creations will leave McGee alive if they get to him, your creations may be needed. I shall try, he says. Oh, that's confidence. And then he closes his eyes and sits silently for about ten seconds, and then he opens his eyes and he says, Baskerville has been informed. And the other abomination will be waiting for us at the location. Mm. Look, we direct them at the ghouls. We yes. bypass the ghouls. Might that be would what be we that would be well, that would be that was sort of where I would be aiming. Just throw them at the fucking. Otherwise, I am going to get 
changed into my SWAT uniform. Yep. That's <laughs> so just... probably a good idea, son. <laughs> and I'm going to offer the ballistic cloth vest to anybody who may need an extra two in armor value. I believe I'm already wearing something along those lines under the yeah, suit. I believe I'm wearing absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. So him. Take it. <laughs> Give it to Hand the cloth vest over to Greg. <laughs> he opens his jacket, slips it on. So, yeah. and you... I have combat tweed on. <laughs> <laughs> and then you slam the boot shut, clamber into the car. Oh. What was the last time I ate? What was the no. previous night? Several hours ago, man. Do you remember what blood I? I don't. Oh, it was it was just blood you licked off the floor. In that's the right. So, I, so <laughs> I don't. I don't have. That's no. right. Yes. You have a <laughs> Okay, so that yeah. means I only have one level in celerity and two levels in obfuscate. That's okay. I don't have a use of far reach, but I never use it anyway, so it's okay. Yep. Okay. I right. think that I am as prepared as I can be. Roger, um, I assume you presume you're still driving. Mm, yes. We'll keep an ear out for turns any updates. Turns the key in the ignition. Still no word from Damien. No, I was thinking more of yep. the other guy, but uh, yes, that too. Reverse out of the parking lot, and as you drive out next to you, Mercy opens the glove compartment. She pulls out a street directory of Chicago, unfolds it, covering most of the dashboard, and points her finger at the exact marshalling yard you're heading to. You briefly mm -hmm. glance at it, plot a route, mm -hmm. and then set off, driving through downtown towards the nearest overpass. I would like all of you to please make, for me, a wits awareness check. Woo! I'm, I'm looking for uh, at least six successes altogether. Wits awareness, can I add anything to that? If you if you've got your if you want to activate your all specs, you can add that. Would that would be nice. That would be nice. I mean, I would like to rouse the blood. Go ahead. That was a two. So now I'm up to two hunger. So you activate your all specs as soon as you start driving, while Barry rouses the blood, honing all your sense and senses. To raise a sharpness. So far, this blood hunt has been too easy, too yeah, quiet. Too goddamn quiet. So this is wits awareness. Yep, wits plus awareness. Oof, that's good. There's three for me, although two of those were from Hunger Dice. Uh, is it six. combined six or six yeah, from one? Six from all of you. Oh, I've got three. Okay, yeah, so there you so go. Well, so he doesn't we'll need to roll. Any extra successes to see Well, yeah, any extra three. successes yeah. could give us extra information. So you have wits awareness? Yeah, I've got three, three. So you got six to roll. Three. Well, so there's three, four, five, six, so roll. Now with no luck. One. There's one. Seven. Still at seven. Still at seven. Eight. Eight. Eight cool. in total. Eight! Whoa, okay. <laughs> so as you are driving through the loop, the glimmering glass spires on either side of you blurring past as your car picks up speed you begin to notice something strange a yellow taxi that makes the exact same turns as you at first you think it's a coincidence then the second time it's a bit strange you put it in the back of your mind and then the taxi makes the same turn as you a third can, time and can, a fourth time constantly yeah. weaving in and out of traffic 
can... trying to maintain a constant lock on Can the I make any sort of check to see if I recognise the number plate stickers yep. on the windscreen to mm. that to see if it's the mm. same taxi where I encountered the you can creature. You can make an intelligence really awareness check. <laughs> All of a sudden, I really wish I had something in drive because I get the feeling I'm about to get dragged into it. Four and three, so one, two, three, four. No, one, you two, laugh, three. but we could be in trouble here. Uh, <laughs> I'm in danger. Is he the only one that's aware of this current? I believe it's no, a group. We all are aware that we're being followed here. Now that Molotov cocktail on my left hand. Five passes. Five passes. You do not recognize the number plate, however, you notice that the number plate on the front is ever so slightly askew and there is a crack running down the windscreen. Is that relevant because I remember that from something no, else? Or is it relevant that, that it's you even weird. You think you can you think you can see the driver, but the inside of the taxi is dark. All you can see is that the is that the person behind the wheel seems to be wearing what you can only think is a cowboy hat, wide brimmed, curling up on each side. I didn't know I took a job as a face. Mercy, give me that UV light. I didn't know that and I took I'm a job as a try and taxi driver. Flash it through the back window. Yep. So Mercy hands you the UV light, you grab it, lean up again, lean up onto the top of the back seat and begin shining the UV light out of the back, out of the rear view of your car. I would like you to please make a, a dexterity and let us, I'd like you to make a dexterity and skill would be appropriate for this might I make the suggestion of firearms because yeah. I'm trying to aim yeah exactly dexterity firearms check, so please. I take away one dice because yep. of the negative dex for the SWAT gear yep which means four and three minus one so that's one two three four one two three four. five again five you switch on the UV light and are you just turning it on or are you going into burn mode? Uh, burn mode because I want to yep. see if he reacts to you being hit by You into the full mode and the blue light turns on, shining out the back of your car, past the single car that separates you and the taxi, illuminating the driver behind the windscreen of the taxi. A man with long blonde hair, pale skin, wearing a cream-coloured cowboy hat. And as the light shines, he opens his mouth, hissing, baring his fangs, raising his hands to instinctually block the sunlight, and then ducking down beneath the dashboard. And then you hear, <sighs> the engine on the taxi revs as it begins to barrel towards you at full speed. The driver, obviously now panicked, just slams his foot on the pedal. Um, in the brief moment of seeing him, can any of us make rolls to see if we recognise him? You can, but it's unlikely you will. High beams. And also you inflict one point of aggravated damage on him. Not dead, though. No, fuck it. I'll try to make the check to see if I recognise him. Go ahead, you may make an intelligent streetwise mm. check. Oh, hey, I recognise that. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's only three, but you know, the whole thing. I'll try. 
one pass. <laughs> one pass, unfortunately. You don't remember hearing anything about a kindred in a cowboy hat. No, fair enough. Um, so if he's barreling towards us, there was a car in between us? Yep. And as the taxi screams ahead, uh, you see the other car in between you and the taxi start to turn to swerve and then crash. The taxi just plows through it, knocking it off the road. Its tyres screech and then there's a loud boom as it hits a street light and the front of it bursts into flame. The taxi continues speeding towards you as fast as it can. The man in the cowboy hat peeking over the edge of the dashboard trying to avoid the UV light still keep maintaining eyesight on you. Mm, um, okay. Roger, what would you like to do? Uh, God damn it, this isn't fun because I don't have shit in drive because, you know, I never thought I'd be <laughs> behind the wheel for a fucking car chase of any kind. Um, what do you got for drive? Zero. So I have nothing in drive. If you'd Hold like on. to try to drive ahead, it will be dexterity. It be dexterity drive. But if there's anything else you'd like to think of, you notice that you notice that Alexander once again raises his hand, and then you hear uh, the sound of cracking, splitting bone as his ribs shoot out of his body and wrap around him, forming a protective carapace. Um, can I call something out to try and you give can. Blood? If you keep us steady, I'll keep him distracted with the light, and Mercy can try and shoot the engine. I'm just trying to see if I can do anything with any of my skills. No, fair enough. Um, but that's what I'm going to call out to you. Compel only needs eye contact, it doesn't it? Does if you can let him get close enough, you can compel the driver, provided he can hear you. And doesn't again compel doesn't say that it needs to I mean it literally just says with eye oh, contact. Eye contact? Well then you don't need does it need to hear you, it just needs to be close enough that you can look into his eyes. Hmm. Yeah. Um with eye contact the vampire can issue the victim's single action command no longer than a short sentence. That's correct. Do we want to let him get close enough for me to make eye contact with him, or...? This would be so much easier if I weren't fucking driving. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean... I mean, if you keep the light on, all I'd have to do is just slow down and just move out of the way to... let him go alongside us. That's true, but we don't know what powers he has. Or if he's true. a generation lower than you. Yes. That is also true. That is very Cause, annoying. Because not all, as has been pro proven, not all generations lower than us are smart. No. no. So he could have been reckless. Uh, oh god, this game has made me paranoid. I know. That's the point. I'm, well, at least it's only made you paranoid now. Me... That's my, secret. That's my secret, <laughs> Captain. I'm always fucking paranoid. I blame sugar. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, if we do anything involving a drive check, I'm in a huge disadvantage here because I have... Mm, I'm guessing I'm guessing doing anything with a drive check would be like 
It'd just be dex, dex. plus drive. And you yeah. don't have drive, so it'd just be dex. So it'd be just dex, and which, again... probably want to be rousing your blood. Oh, yeah, pretty much. I don't want to have to keep hammering that since I'm already at two. Yeah, well, I would two. imagine that driving normally would not require a check to just keep driving normally the yeah. way we're going. Mm. So that way, that way you wouldn't have to make any checks for me and Mercy to try and stop this car. Mm. Let me let Alexander do his lovely mm. fun trick with his... We could, but that is a masquerade breach. Yeah. Well, Greg, if you wanted to, you could well, take pot shots at the car. Or we could just do I mean, very effective damage with Molotov. Yeah, you could throw a Molotov at the car if you want. There's a reason why I've got the locker band for. I don't want to know. It's basically sharpshooting. We're not we're not slingshotting a fucking Molotov with a row of band. That just no. That's you know what. This world still works with physics, good sir. Yes, yeah. it's it's pitch dark at night, isn't it? Uh, not pitch yeah. dark. It's well, nearly that. ten p.m. Yeah, either way, you know, in the downtown lit. Chicago, it's pretty well lit. Shoot your high beams. Um, he's they're behind opposite. us. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But there are people in the opposite. And there's one thing mm. people love being pissed off mm. about is down. high beams in your face enough yeah. for them to shoot their high beams in the opposite direction. Guess who's behind us? Yeah, but we're already using a... You, oh, already, I've got yeah, a... You're already shooting like, a flashlight. Oh, my flashlight. He, I thought we'd just like do this. He is currently the driving... Sun's yeah, idiots. while like hiding... He's currently driving like this. Yeah. Because I've got a flashlight. Yeah. I've got yeah. UV light at his yeah. face. Yeah. Alright, uh, Meaning he's driving with one penalty dice. I still reckon it'd be better than me even with the penalty. Right, you've got a silence it. pistol. If you and Mercy are taking silent shots at him while I'm Throw trying, the pistol at him! That's I, will, I, will, I will let you know that when he sped up and browsed <laughs> the blood, giving him a dice pool of seven with the penalty. Oh dear fucking god. So I'm yeah, not being shooting the engine to stop the car might yeah. be an option. Yeah. I, mean, I can't so do any. I can't. That, that we're still in the middle of downtown fucking yeah. Chicago, man. That's it's a local It's downtown Chicago, He's... and you're lobbing Molotovs. That's not easy. Keep, keep the Molotovs he... for the ghouls that we're gonna fight. Yeah, yeah. we save those. Yeah, we're for them. No. We're, we're not lobbing Molotovs. This isn't GTA, well, man. Why, you would can't I, just why would I waste it on this guy? Shoot him in the. I will shoot the engine block, right. sir. I would like you to please make a dexterity <laughs> firearms check. Meanwhile, throws I'm both molotovs so to us tonight because I could not have done this sober. <laughs> even even with drinks, oh, this is. Shot, I'm sorry? Yep, dex I missed and firearms, you so please. much, and I love you, but for <laughs> fuck's sake. Four. Uh, that's four. Uh, how many hundred dice do you have? Just one. So one. Yep. So one still one blue. Yeah. Just, and if you I want, just... if you want to have a better shot at aiming, you could rouse the blood to add two dice. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, that is two passes. Two passes, okay. Hang out. Oh you, god, I'm still looking backwards at the car. You are. You gain you, you hang out of the side wow. out of the side of the car with your AK forty seven and you take aim trying to hit oh, the no, engine block and you fire. Bang 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 bang! The taxi's tires screech. And he rolls six successes, neatly swerving out of the way and continuing to barrel towards well, you. Fuck tires, he's always slowing down. I'm going to need Roger now to make a drive check because <laughs> it is now too late. You've attempted uh, to slow him down and it hasn't. Fuck. 
Well, I clearly need to rouse blood because two successes is going to lose Throw the wife, seats at you. <laughs> you need to get... Yeah, he's... Okay, yep, he got six successes, but he's going to roll again mm-hmm. to contest your drive check here. <sighs> Shit. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's, that's a crit. That's, 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 that's two. Is it? Mm-hmm. That was a very bad dot. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, that's bad because that puts me at four already. And we four hundred. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so he got... Five successes. I can't beat five, even with yeah. raising my blood. I fail automatically. Right. Or just so roll to see how bad yeah, you fail. Because the different that will make a difference. Yeah. How bad. I get four. I'm rolling with nothing but fucking death. Oh, this we only... tried, okay? Because it'll determine how hard he hits. Well, I mean, Ooh. I still got four God, successes. Damn it. Four this still sucks. This is nice. Fucking Christ! Well, you see him coming, and you mm. slam your foot down oh, on shit spot the. Right now. Slam your foot down on the pedal and you hear the engine in your car roar and you try to pick up speed but this taxi is gaining on you, barreling right towards you, reach the end of the street and sharply grab the wheel, turning it to the right to turn and then as you are turning to the right, boom, the taxi slams into the side of your car. He got five successes to your Four. Of course he did. You each take three points of superficial damage as the Mercedes is launched off the road and flips right over, landing on its roof with a crash. Shards of glass sprinkle sprinkles um, around the car over you. So I'm thin blood, but I've yep. also got the six armor. What? Um, oh yeah, yeah. That? You so six armor. Yep. So you're fine. Okay, cool. I have two armors. Two armors, so you take one point of superficial damage, and so do you. So I'd like you to put one line through one of your house points. White box, please. Define freaking to record Mercy's damage. I don't know what Mercy takes three points of superficial damage. She does have armor on, though. I think we could have just done break checking. (laughs) Actually, yeah, she takes one point of superficial damage. You see blood pouring down her forehead as she shakes her head groaning okay i am going to try and get out of the car and grab my rifle yep as you begin to move actually no i know that this guy's a kid yeah. i'm gonna grab the stake launcher sorry grab your stake you, you fumble for your stake launcher grabbing it and as you do so, you hear the sound of a car door opening, and then you hear a voice say, Now, all of you step out. No weapons. Do this nice and calm. You understand? Mm. The fuck is this guy? Hmm? I mean, I'm going to step out, because quite honestly, I, I'd like to just be within yep. eye contact with this son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So you just undo the seat belt, fall down yeah. out of your chair, and crawl out onto the street. Staying <laughs> in character. <laughs> I'm going to activate rapid reflexes, but then get out of the car, but leave the stake launcher. Yep. Like in the doorway. So you have your rapid reflexes ready. Yeah. What are you doing with your weapons, Greg? Honestly, just everything's cocked. 
radio. Everything's cocked, so you're just going to have the AK-47. Some habits. Not this fucking second. So you all crawl out of the wreckage of the Mercedes out onto the street. You look around. There are no other cars. The street is mysteriously vacant. You don't know whether this is a good or a bad thing. On one hand, if shit's about to go down, there's no danger of a masquerade breach. On the other hand, there's no one to come to your assistance. Standing in front of the taxi is a man wearing essentially the get-up of a sheriff from a spaghetti western spurs and jangles on oh, his snakeskin boots a shadowy figure. tight cowskin pants oh, fur vest and slouched hat behind him the taxi rests on its side the driver's side door and both back doors wide open so is it just him or you can you can only see him however you uh, can make Wits awareness checks. Well, you can add your ore specs. That is one. I got exactly one. one. I got four successes, oh. but I also got two critical fails. Yes, I got yeah. I got one with a critical so fail. Four that cancels it down to three. Oh in that case um, I got zero because I got Greg, one success awareness, and lost please. my uh, wits awareness. One success. Yeah. So I'm uh, clearly my wits beaten. three versus my awareness of three is so three so you get six so that'd be five and one hundred. Yeah. Could your hunger cancel that one to go? That's five and your so one. What yeah. was the rules? One by one. So I, know, I just all I know is I got jack shit because you yeah, just roll all. Just roll them zero. all together because you keep knocking yeah. them. Yeah. That's yeah, three one, for him. Two. Three. Okay. So Greg and Barry, you see standing in the shadow of one of the shop fronts on the side of the street, a man with olive skin, black hair, wearing tight jeans and a purple shirt. And you can see around his neck, a talisman in the shape of an unk. An Egyptian unk. unk, unk. unk, unk, unk. That's not the Camarilla. That's not the Camarilla. You recognize it as you've seen the same symbol on Marcel. It's a ministry symbol. The man with the cowboy hat. Well, to be fair, he wasn't. He was just yeah. following us, and yeah. then I shone yeah. sunlight in his eyes. <laughs> wow, sir, the pissed off Redwood Sheriff. <laughs> okay, uh, well, either way, Roger's going to look at this guy and goes, I understand that there's a blood hunt going on, but there's I really don't appreciate you ruining my ride. The man in the cowboy hat smiles, he claps his hands together and he says, Well, that's too dang bad, ain't it? Tell you what I don't like. I don't like uppity neonates heading out and starting blood hunts against a good friend of mine. Oh, son of a bitch. Of course he's a friend of yours. What are you doing, undermining Marcel? Exactly. He says, one of my... He says, Walter Nash happens to be one of my best buddies, one of the only... 
licks in this damn city who'll still, who'll still give old Balthazar the time of day. One of the best Banu Hakim I know. Of course, that's mostly cause he's one of the only white ones. We're not even going after Walsh here, you fucking idiot. Mm. We were tracking down McGee. I don't even know where Walsh is at the moment. Mm. Nash. Nash. Nash, whatever the fuck, I don't care. My car's been wrecked and I'm yes, having a bad Mickey fucking McGrew. day. Yeah. Mickey McGrew. Yeah. I'm looking for Mickey McGrew, fuck off. <laughs> Balthazar just shrugs and he says, Yeah, except McGee's a friend of a friend of mine. And the way I see it, me, Balthazar, and Walter Nash, we ain't got so many friends these days. Turns out, we're not locked in this city. Turns out that monkey of a prince don't have much use for old Balthazar here anymore. So, I want to keep the friends I got, you see? The names of the kindred whose information got handed out was Balthazar... Balthazar. Balthazar, that got stuck in my tongue. Was that a name that was on the list? That was not on the list. Shit, so we don't even have any leverage on this. He says, now, I'm gonna ask nicely. I got a taxi for you here. You're gonna climb in. You're gonna drive home. And you're gonna leave Mr. McGee and Mr. Nash alone for the night. Because if you don't, old Balthazar might have to lynch you. Mind what? Why does no one ever fucking move forward with the times? I know. That's I know. a Bob game. Yeah. I don't know. I'm with, I'm with you on that one. We're, we're dealing. We're getting accosted by a fucking cowboy on the way to try and take down a fucking we're, we're monster. We're getting what accosted is... by a Ku Klux Klan cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. On the way to try and deal with a fucking mobster. This is sweet fucking. Christ. So there was only one other person. That yes. Who so far has said nothing and has just. No, I don't, I don't Probably know isn't even aware that you can see him. And to be fair, I don't actually know he's there, so I can't say anything in response to that. He says, oh, and by the way, that little shit of a sheriff, Damien. Hmm? Well, I know you guys are all buddy-buddy. You call that little monkey up once you leave, and you tell him he best leave my friends alone. He ain't been sheriff for that long, and before him, there was another sheriff, and that sheriff still got some friends willing to do him some favors. Do we know who the former sheriff was? You do not, no. God fucking damn it. Well, even you can, you as a Ventru might, so you mm. can roll intelligence etiquette. Oh, uh, where the fuck's my etiquette? Okay, well, my question is how many boons am I willing to give out tonight? Uh, do you really want to put a fucking boon to this guy? No, not to him. Okay. I've got Marcel's number. Uh, I've got exactly two. Two? <laughs> the name sounded familiar. Balthazar, Balthazar. And as the man prattles on, taking a step you forward, his, his boot spurs jingling, it clicks. Balthazar was the sheriff before Prince Jackson achieved Praxis. One of the first things Prince Jackson did was relieve him of his position and replace him with Damien. Oh, fuck me. 
I know I as a person do not know. Yeah. But my character, he would know the rules and regulations of a blood hunt. He would, yes. Helping the person being hunted would be outlawed, wouldn't it? It would. Yes. Mm. Would I know that? Well, I yeah. turn, I you turn. probably would all be aware well, of I was going to say, yeah. I, I like to think as a lawyer, yeah. I would have looked up on the laws of that one. I turn to everyone and go get in the car. We're going. What? As in get in the taxi? Get in the taxi, we're going. Get, get the other guy like, like, leaving us and going home. <laughs> yes, Roger, we're going home. Would it be wise for huh? you a mind wipe? No. You could try. Not even <laughs> fucking close. No, not the you, Okay. Not I, the I know, ex-sheriff. Okay, I was going to say, you, I know you haven't been here for all the sessions, but do you know what the job of the sheriff is as far as... Okay, law and order. Yeah, think of that, but in order to keep law and order for a whole group of vampires, including the most powerful vampires in... Like, to give you an idea... Damien, despite the fact that he's oh yeah he's he's only the sheriff he's not the prince is technically stronger than the, the prince, prince in yeah. terms of generation so this guy would have to be maybe not as strong as as Damien but still nothing that we could fucking throw hands with in fact I'm honestly impressed Lock he just ran Bernie with the Molotov you can if you want you can you've got like, the Molotov no 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 I've only got two, so I'm going to keep them for a much more wiser situation. Ah, yeah. Barry has a like plan now, but he can't exactly tell yeah. it in front of Belfazar. Yeah, either way. Yeah, I'm going to just to why so I. So Barry's just, just said, like, "Get in the car." What do the other? What do the rest of you think? Well, be it for me to. <clears throat> Alexander just steps forwards. His, uh, his bone armor encasing his body, and he mm. says. And he says, So, you were the former a sheriff. I wonder, were you any good at keeping your hands out of harm? I'm just gonna hand on his shoulder and goes, as loath as I am to admit it, I don't think we're in a position where fighting a sheriff, former or otherwise, is a good situation. Perhaps we take this author of amnesty and consider our options further. Alexander shrugs and he says very well I have no desire to throw hands as you say with a raging insane bruja mm, indeed Balthazar claps his hands together he says good choice now you get in that there car and you go home, and you say nothing to no one. Mm. Come back later. I grab my rifle from the car and make mm. a show of unloading it in mm. front of him. He watches carefully, and he just nods as he sees what you're doing. Yeah. And you get in the car. And then, as you make your way towards the taxi, as you're about to sit in, as you're about to sit down, you hear a voice say, "Wait a moment." And then the man, the Setite, wearing the Hawaiian shirt, walks out of the shadows. And now, Roger, you see him and you recognize him. Recognize him. This is Aloup Romas de Leon, oh. the companion of Alexa the Hound, who oh. you last saw in. Who you last saw in. Oh. I'll just look just another head and go, De Leon, oh, Mr. De Leon, it's. Nice to see you again. Not the again looks over at the wreck of my fucking car, going most 
pleasant of situations. But, nonetheless... He nods. Last time you spoke in Dr. Benway's antique store, you left on good terms. Even though you outbid him to get the statue, there was no harm done. No, I believe he was fairly amicable about it. Save for the spot of bad blood between you and Alexa, who Mm. was this man's companion. As he steps out into the light, he raises his right hand makes a hand gesture, and then on the other side of the street, a woman wearing full combat fatigue steps out into the light. This would have been a bloodbath. That's why I said get in the fucking car. Yeah, no, that's why I didn't (laughs) question it either. A a spasm of shock runs down your spine as you see the woman's face. It looks as if her skin has been melted off. Her jaw hangs loosely from the bottom oh, of her skull. Okay. And her eyes are in two separate locations. Her ears mm. long and pointy. She just smiles but says nothing. Interesting. Elf Com- ghoul? I was going to say, look at uh, Delia and go, interesting company you run with these days. The girl looks at you all and she says, You ain't never seen a Nazi before. Nosferatu. Ah, ah! It's not some company I've had the pleasure of experiencing as of yet. No. She just smiles and says, "Keep looking. I'll be happy to make your face match." Understood. Mm-hmm. Luke looks at you each in turn, and he says, "Okay, last time, last time we met, Roger, you did not." did not seem to be someone I should regard as an enemy. (coughs) He says, and yet, my dear Alexa, my beloved, he turns, looks at Alexander, and he says, she's been missing these last three nights, and in Elysium, word is, you were the last to see her. Annabelle herself was blurting all over Elysium all over Elysium that her pet Zemisi was the last person to see Alexa before she mysteriously disappeared I'm going to fucking kill him Roger is basically going to raise an eyebrow and just look and go well I will admit that Alexis and I were not the most the friendliest. Mm-hmm. That information is new to me on several different levels. Please make a charisma persuasion check. Oh, I'm trying to persuade here. I'm not fucking lying on if this you one. Want to add your well, you got to presence. You're telling the truth. If you want to add your presence, you can. But remember, he may be aware of it. Yeah, no, I know. Last time, how good his eyes are. So, Ugh, fucking Christ, I'm gonna kill him. Where we go? One. Oh, fuck me, Ooh. that's two. That's what happens when you just go hunger. <laughs> I fucking. Would you rather I rolled them one by one? No, but just. Okay, right. well. It's a bit late on that one now, isn't Can it? Can you reroll them if you spend a wisdom? I don't think if I spend a willpower, I probably could. The problem is, for him, done. willpower is his prime commodity. <laughs> yeah. Again, it, I mean. The other hand, this definitely works in for the situation because you know, mm. car accident, slightly beat up, slightly annoyed. 
It's not exactly the full wits and charm. I'm probably going to get my ass kicked on this one. So what did you get? Two. Two successes. <laughs> he got three successes. Oh. So he says, you're a coterie. You live together. Sleep every day side by side. I refuse to believe you don't know anything about what happened to her. And that's not all. He turns to Balthazar. He says, remember, the deal was not to let them go. Balthazar shrugs. He says, ah, I thought they'd put up more of a fire. And Luke says, yes. I hate every single one of my coterie members except <laughs> him. I, <laughs> and oh, what the fuck? Why am I getting in trouble? <laughs> You're the one he's accusing. Yeah. I get At I... this... <laughs> at this, the, Mel oh, the Nosferatu girl steps forwards with a, with a very cruel smile on her face. She simply says, And one of my coterie mates, Zion, we thought he was finally getting, getting to make his mark on this world was brought on as one of Damien's hounds. Oh, fuck. <coughs> Sorry, continue. Is that a flock or is that a fuck? That was a word meant to be a world of shit. And what do you know? Goes missing the same night as Alexa. <sighs> Balthazar smiles at you. It's a pitying smile and he says, Well, you heard the people. Looks like some others got some grievances against you. Well, well, in any other normal circumstance, you would have a point. However, and I gesture to Alexander, this one in particular tends to keep all of his affairs exceedingly close to the vest. In fact, I could count the nights he spent with us with one hand. He tends to disappear for weeks at a time, and I find out almost everything he does Far later than I need to. <laughs> okay. Verbal combat is engaged. Oh, Shit, fuck. fuck me. This is why I'm spending my willpower. Please make a... Please make a manipulation persuasion check. You may add your presence if you like. You are trying to convince Balthazar to mm. let you go while the Nosferatu and Baluk try to convince him Persuasion verse. It's a manipulation persuasion, correct? Yeah. Oh, to most ones. Hmm. Just annoying because half my dice I'm using at the moment are all fucking hunger dice. Uh, I'm gonna fucking kill Alexander. If no one else tries to at some point, I'm. Alright. That's one, two, three. That's three. All of them on hunger dice. <laughs> Alright, yeah. three? Compared to a Luke, that is eight successes yeah, say, from a Luke. Fucking good at this. As he steps Shit. forwards, activates his presence oh, and fucking cheating scumbag activates his presence. Turns towards Balthazar and says, "Do you really think a single neonate could take down two hounds on his own?" Samisi or not, they were all in it together. Balthazar just smiles and nods and says, "Good point." I have something that so I want to say. What did I you? Can't. How many successes did you get? 
three. You take five points of superficial willpower damage. You wanna know how much willpower I technically have? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm counting five. So Unless you... we can't wait. The white ones are the ones. White that ones count. are the ones. Yes. Yeah. So that's just. So you are now impaired. Yeah, just superficial. So you—that's all of them. Yeah. So you are now impaired and will start taking aggravated willpower. Yeah. So damage. in one turn, I'm already well and truly getting my ass fucking handed to me for something I had nothing to do with. Would anyone like to add anything? Yeah. You just have to get a yeah. Luke's willpower down. I have all. You do have all. I'm gonna. We well, have not. You have to I'm and my fucking over it, Remy. You could try to intimidate if you want. You oh say, God. as Coterie members, we should know what everyone's doing. From what I've just heard, you were... Uh, who was the one that he... Alexis. Was? Alexis's partner. How did you not know where she went? Ooh, okay. I like that. The problem is, I can say that, and it's a good argument. But you're... Skipping. I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Would like you to please make a manipulation yeah. insight check. That's still you or <laughs> a wits insight check. That's yeah, the same way, fucking still thing. Too. He's yeah. Fuck, we're in trouble. I don't think I can talk our way out of this one, and I'm gonna fu- I'm gonna fucking kill Alexander. <laughs> Could I technically convince you that that may have been composure? Because yeah, I said right. it confidently. Yep. Composure. Cool! Yeah. That's three. <laughs> three? Uh, I'm gonna roll. Uh, sorry, no, that's three to roll. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I wish it had been one, two. two passes. Two passes. He's gonna fucking crush us. Oh, He's no, going yeah. to roll. He steps forwards. His awe still active. Yeah, this Looking, is his wheelhouse, doing, Despite man. being a setite, doing his best impression of being a Toriador, his skin seemingly glowing, glittering in the pale streetlights. And he says, Is it my duty to be my partner's keeper? And I'm going to roll. And that is one success for him. Oh, you deal no. one point of superficial <laughs> willpower damage. You, congratulations, you... <laughs> Hey, cool. Looking at that going, so you take no responsibility for your partner, yet you expect me and the others to take responsibility for what may or may not have been Alexander's for someone doing. that we were unlucky enough to be we didn't turned the same night. We didn't ask to be in the same coterie as him. We were there by happenstance. Please mm. make a manipulation uh, insight check. God dang it. Or mm. a manipulation uh, subterfuge check. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the first And you one. have one penalty dice because you are impaired. No oh, shit. Uh, so that was... That means you'll lose one. What was the first one? Manipulation Manipulation insight. sub... Manipulation <laughs> subterfuge so or manipulation insight? So, yeah, no. I'm going to... Actually, I'm going to use fucking all because... Alright, add your presence. <laughs> fuck this guy. If he's gonna fucking use it, so am I. Yeah, Balthazar <laughs> does not seem to be aware that. Yeah, Balthazar is a fucking idiot. Or if he is aware, he doesn't care. And yeah, then he's just gonna go. Well, Come this on, is even please, 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 please. That's one, two, three, four. That is five, six, six. six. zero. No, that's only one zero. I need two to. Yeah, yeah. Two. Need two to make it. Yeah. One, two, yeah, three, eight. four, five. Oh, that's okay. what I said. I said five. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said four. Sorry, oh, no, five. five. I went to say four and looked went, no, that's Oh, five. sorry. Five. That yeah. is four successes. You yeah. inflict a point of superficial willpower damage on him. I'd be doing so much better if he didn't do five to me on the first fucking hit. <laughs> so 
I am, I am again. Just been a fucking car accident, not having the best time, now I'm getting accused of shit I had nothing to do with. He raises his hand, and he says, good point. However, Alexa is not my coterie. We were not embraced together. My coterie, well, if they were still around, that would be a different story. Alexa is something else. Relationship like that, we are equals. It is not my duty to know where she is, nor is it her duty to know mine. At this, the Nosferatu steps forwards and baring her teeth, she just growls at Balthazar and she says, Enough of this! Let us kill them! Or I will dash everyone here upon the ground. You're going to take that, Balthazar. Hmm. We <coughs> not say did what you asked. Was she say. just threatened you. Hmm. One more than happy to go along with your deal. Would ex-sheriff or not, someone of your position should be above taking orders from a Nosferatu of any kind. Besides... <clears throat> Relationship or not, I had something on mind I was going to use, and now it's fucking blanking on me. <laughs> well, it is true that, yes, I had some minor run-in with Alexis the last time we met, but if you recall, I instigated nothing. That was all solely on her end. Is it not possible she merely picked a fight with someone that clearly was less lenient than I was? Mm -hmm. Uh, Greg? Uh, Barry, anything you'd like to add to that? And as someone who willingly went into the relationship, you would have more reason to keep contact with someone, whereas we were forced into a coterie together. Some of us don't even like each other. Mm. <laughs> as you say this, you just glare at Alexander. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so as someone who willingly hmm. started a relationship yeah. with someone, you have more motivation to follow someone or did you not care yep. for her as much mm. as you say greg anything you want to add or are you happy no, to let them okay i would like the two of you to please make uh for me manipulation persuasion checks and you that. may combine the successes i'm certainly taking my ore into that one so i can get as many dice as possible because seriously you can kind of rouse the blood you can i i wish i could but i am mm. in a absolute fucking shit spot for that one. Oh, that's, that's right. well one two three four that's five i believe on my end Ooh, five plus that's one. Three. Oh, that's two. two. Oh, yeah, so two. that's uh, three. Yeah, that's, that's but they're on turns. hunger. That's a critical success on a hunger dice. Yes, that is a bestial. That is a messy critical. I mean, that'd be you just growling down at the yeah. fucking Nosferatu at this so point. You just step forwards toward the Nosferatu. Take the successes. Yeah, look, man, I'll take whatever the fuck I can get because that's like eight in total. I'll take whatever the fuck I can get at this point. So you just walk towards the Nosferatu, bare your fangs and raise your hands. And you just step in front of her and growl. And that, and she gets four successes on her intimidation. You inflict three points of superficial willpower damage to them. That is enough to impair a look. One now, I'm going to go. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> Luke turns to her and she says, Luke turns to her and he says, Enough, Michaela. They were not involved. If they were, they would be scrambling to cover themselves any way they can. They don't know anything about Zion's disappearance. Mm, yeah, please take notes and I'm going to I am this. adding to my list. <laughs> please do. I'm more than happy to have that. I'll look at him and go, while I am sorry for both of your losses, if I'd rather this not impede any potential business we have together, if I'm more than happy to look into the matter, if anyone here was involved. He looks at you and his gaze lingers on Alexander and then he says, If I find out that either of you had anything to do with this, I will have the entire might of the Ministry brought down on you. I will stop at nothing. Do you understand? Transparently. Go on, get out of here, says Balthazar. And remember, you're going back home to your haven. You're done tonight. Hmm, say nothing and we'll just... Hmm. I will I will look over at Balthazar as we leave and get, get in the car and just look at him going... Consider yourself lucky I'm not in the mood to try and ask about getting my car repaid. Hmm? Hmm? He just looks at you and he says, I'd watch what you say. Don't get too uppity. You neonates need to learn your place. Understand? Again, transparently. You climb into the taxi, pull the doors shut, and as the three vampires stand and watch, turn the key in the ignition, reverse, turn around and drive down the street, leaving them behind as they get smaller and smaller in the rearview mirror. What do you do now? As soon as I was going to say, there isn't anything in the car I'd be like listening in a conversation. Or <laughs> nope, the taxi appears to be... I was going to say... Taxi appears to be completely ordinary taxi, though you do notice the driver's side uh the upholstery on the driver's side is caked in bloodstains wonderful well that's fun um i'm not driving very you know not very um, <laughs> um very kid can great drive since he drive. seems to actually have any drive yeah i'm gonna flip my head around and just look straight at Alexander going this is the part where you explain why we almost died back there and alexander shrugs and he says someone was Toying with one of Annabelle's playthings, and I taught them why that was a bad you idea. Took out two he says, of Damien's hounds. He says, No, 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 not taken out. They're still around. He says, I've seen what you do to people that uh, can still be considered around. Forgive me if I don't take that as a. He says, Indeed, you've seen Baskerville. That one is Zion. He says, Alexa is currently a lovely nightshade flower in my garden. I'm then going to look over at Baron go, this is the part where you explain why we were so readily able to... I hold up my phone with Marcel's name on it and I hit call. <laughs> phone rings. It clicks, then you hear... Marcel's voice on the other end. 
Hello there, young Barry. Hello, Marcel. Um, how goes your hunt this evening? He says, good, good. I'm currently uh, staking out the Wisconsin Express Rail Yard. Fuck us. Ah. <laughs> he says, was about to make my move, actually. I've been waiting for this chance to take out fucking McGee. Fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Ah, okay. Uh, you wouldn't happen to know what Balthazar is currently up to. Balthazar. That anachronistic cowboy. Apparently, he's uh, out hunting. Uh, yes. He's currently out hunting people to stop people in the blood hunt. He's actively stopping the blood hunt, which... Now, I am relatively new, but it is uh, against the rules to hinder a blood hunt, is it not? Indeed it is. Prince Jackson would be very unhappy to hear that Balthazar is impeding the blood hunt. Though it is not unexpected, he and Walter Nash are both persona non grata in this city. It is only natural they would flock together. Throw Leon under the bus. <laughs> and Aluk was part of... Aluk Romas. Is part Aluk. of the ministry? Yep, Aluk Roman did uh, Would it interest you to know that he was working with someone from your ministry? Very much so. Yeah, uh, he was working with Aluk. Luke Roman Romas de Leon. Mm. Yes, they are actively stopping the blood hunt. Um, that would be very bad if it got out, wouldn't it? Indeed it would. Though keep in mind, Luke is... Well, he will claim to be of the ministry when it suits him, but the rest of the time he's hobnobbing with the Toria doors, trying to one-up Annabelle at her own game. But everyone knows that he runs with the ministry sometimes. Oh, of course. The Toreador know, know that he is not one of them. And this is where my plan runs out. I just... <laughs> fuck. Um, because Balthazar isn't part of the ministry, is he? Nope. Nope, I, I jumped ahead and fucking thought that he was. But... Fuck. A Luke is. Yeah. He says, tell me. How do you know... How did you come upon this information? Because they run us off the road when we were heading to where you are right now. Oh, did they now? And Luke was there? Luke was there and threatened us with our lives. In fact, the no. whole plan was to kill us, to stop us hunting. He says, hmm. Let us propose a deal. He says, I've been waiting for a reason to put a Luke in his place. I regret the day he was embraced into this clan. My own child is a much more befitting, much more befitting example of a setite. And Balthazar, well, I believe once Prince Jackson hears that Balthazar and uh, Balthazar is attempting to uh, curry favour for his friend Nash, well. Let us say, I'm sure the blood hunt will have retroactively been applied to him too. <laughs> he says, so, if you tell me where you encountered them, I will be happy to go after both of them for you. He says, but, in return, 
I ask that when you capture McGee, any of his criminal enterprises, any of the gains of his criminal network that end up falling into your hands, you provide to me as a token of good faith. As he says that, I put my phone on loudspeaker and I look at Roger. What do you think, and Roger? a question in my eyes. Mm. Um, his name is Marcel, correct? Marcel, yes. I don't believe I've met no, Marcel. No, you've not met well, Marcel. Let's go. Um, Mr. Marcel, my name is Roger Maxwell. It is a pleasure to meet a higher member of the uh, commun kindred community. With the exception of, obviously, I'll have to... Uh, work through Mr. McGee's hopefully soon-to-be former aspects, but I believe we can make that work. I'm saying this out of character, though. I am interested in seeing what he has in his locker thing, but, like, the warehouse <laughs> full of, like, TVs and shit that we've yeah. already secured. <laughs> well, that's all here. As a token of good faith, you can uh, just tell him the oh, location even better, of that. It's like, I can even go one further. I know for a fact that there is a discarded fire station on the south side of Chicago that in my attempts to track down McGee, we've confirmed that it's completely unguarded. Consider that a token of good faith on a uh, potential future business relationship. Indeed, says Marcel. Well, I will head there immediately. I trust you know where McGee is. Yes, as I said, we were on our way to Wisconsin hmm. Express. Yes. Hmm. Um, when we were rail yard. When we were confronted by a Luke. He says, I will throw you a bone. I count ten men here. One of them a ghoul. The other nine mortal. McGee himself awaits within the marshalling yard, awaiting for his train to arrive. Well, Marcel, let us let this be a, a example of how we can work well together. We have a deal. We have a deal, and I'll tell him where we will run off the road. You tell him, and he <laughs> says, I will leave immediately. Luke, as a member of my clan, I will deal with. Balthazar, perhaps I will stake him, keep him held <laughs> until such a time as I feel I might be able to use him as leverage. I may not be among the primogen. My clan may be forever associated with the Anarchs. But I will have someone the prince will want, and I will save him for exactly when he is needed. If you're going to stake him, may I ask for a small token, nothing monetary value. I want his hat. He knocks something off of quite personal value to me. I, currently without a vehicle, I would like something small in return, if only just to save my own personal, we'll say annoyance, and leave it. His hat? Sure, sure, <laughs> says Marcel, and then he hangs up. At Don't this pick. point, as soon as he hangs up, yeah. your phone beeps. Beep, beep. A message pops up on the screen from your criminal contact. It reads, 10 past 11 p.m. Wisconsin Express Railway. What time is it now? It is currently 10.30 p.m. Okay, so we got 40 minutes to make this fucking work. Right, Alexander, get your fucking monstrosities over there! Yeah, I'm just gonna look and go, as much as I'm to admit it, we're going to need them, need all of them. 
I am not in the best of fucking shape right now. <laughs> Alexander just smiles and says, Baskerville and the Vosh are already in position. Good. Well, Roger, I would recommend that you stay back as backup. She raises the gun, the stake launcher, and, she's, and she says, I'm going in. Yes, you're going in, but remember, if I say get back, you get back. I'm just lying there, so like, looking, just so like leaning back, just groaning in the chair, going, "Here's hoping one of the mortals are homeless." Yeah. <laughs> do you um, want to bring one of your ghoul? Do you want to bring mm, your ghoul in for backup, or do you want to stop to mm, get this, get a homeless person to feed from? Do we even have fucking time for that? You might. I mean, while we start the assault, you can have a look around well, this abandoned thing. place. As a Ventru, you can drink from anyone. I you know. You just have to make a willpower check uh, to keep it down. Yeah, and considering I just took five fucking yeah. superficial yeah. willpower damage. But you can rouse the blood to heal that now. <laughs> I would love to, except <laughs> I'm under I am in the worst position for either of those options. Rouse the blood. That's great. I'm at hunger fucking four. Well, the <laughs> rail yards were all run down, weren't they? Yeah. So yeah. there may be homeless around there. You can have a quick hunt while we start the assault. <laughs> I don't want to be fucking behind everyone else when we God, I'm not going to be anyway. I'm not a fucking combatant. Yeah. <laughs> um, God damn it. This is a pain in the ass. Thank fucking, God I was wearing I'm that. hanging that fucking hat on my fucking desk. <laughs> I don't care how I, petty Can I just <laughs> go out and say... <laughs> I did that without trading boons. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, you effectively gave him a boon. Oh, no. Yeah. It's more of yeah. a business yeah. proposition than yeah, anything but else. but it's just... You go out and you get in with the One-Eyed King. Alexander's fucking friends with a fucking primogen or yeah, whatever don't give the a fuck shit. she yeah, is. Yeah, but look how many enemies he made in the fucking no, process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, I've done nothing big moves like that except recently blew up a fucking building and we don't know that yeah, but you don't know but <laughs> me just mm. going around handing out boons like they're fucking <laughs> but just going around just doing my thing of I'm gonna go hunting tonight oh fuck these people got in my way I gotta go clear them out so I don't masquerade yeah. now all of a sudden you're oh, sitting here I'm, friend, I'm friends with Damien and I'm not making friends moves, but, you're but making I'm acquaintances moves. with Marcel oh, I'm, I'll give credit solid solid effort take, take it in man yeah. so oh <sighs> Uh, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, if we like, obviously need to move a distance away from the other people as we make our way towards the train here, if there's at any point any sort of homeless person on the side of the road, I will just like <laughs> stop the fucking car. I'll be back in two seconds. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so as Greg drives through downtown, gets onto the overpass and joins this artery of traffic heading towards south side... You see Alexander reach into his coat pocket and he pulls out a plastic blood bag and the label just says Annabelle on it. And he tears the top off and just pours the blood into his mouth, licking it I'm, up with I'm, relish. I'm gonna find a way to fucking slap the taste out of that guy's mouth. <laughs> I swear to God, every bad thing that's gone wrong tonight has been on his fucking hand. <laughs> Sweet Christ. <laughs> I was doing okay with that guy, and then <laughs> fuck. unseen passage is a rouse check. It is. I may have to quickly drink one mm. of the people if we kill them silently. But mm. I mean, if we're going through a slew of mortals on the way to McGee, you might be able to do that quickly. Yeah. The drive 
takes, or actually I'll roll for Mr. Greg. I think he's got like he's got two in the It's drive. like four. Yeah, four. So I'm going to roll for him. I think he has one hunger though. He does have one hunger. So that's four successes. Oh, thank God. Whew. So Greg seems to know exactly where he's going as a civil servant. Greg he seems to so. know <laughs> Chicago's map. He needs to know the streets of Chicago by like the back of his hand. And so once he gets onto the overpass, the trip passes quite quickly. And it only takes about 10 to 15 minutes until you are moving off the overpass into the decaying wasteland of Southside, past the boarded up townhouses and shuttered businesses, and into the worn down industrial area. Mm -hmm. Warehouses and factories that are wasting away into the earth, and beyond them what was once the beating heart of Chicago's rail network. The tracks are threadbare, badly maintained. It is obvious that there is not a lot of traffic in this area. But it seems to suit McGee just fine. Mm -hmm. And if you don't stop him, those threadbare tracks will be just enough to carry him out of here forever. Mm. It is 10 to 11 p.m., when Greg slows the car down, idling it in a vacant concrete lot across the street from the marshalling yard. The faded sign, just barely legible, reading Wisconsin Express, Milwaukee, 1918. Mm -hmm. I reload my rifle with bullets that I will have kept in one of the swap pouches. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, because all my other guns are in that fucking car. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. So they are. I'm, I'm Luckily you changed into your SWAT uniform. Yes. That would have been awkward. I was thinking that the entire fucking encounter. So I've got my SWAT gear on. I've got my rifle. Mercy has oh, a steak launcher. Yep, she's a state watcher. Oh, man, we should we, maybe we should have asked the commissioner for guns while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, it's it's a fucking good thing that the majority of these people are fucking mortals. Yeah. Yeah. So I can try to pick them off. Yeah. Although. This isn't going to be a pick-off operation. This is, this going is a to be fucking a, frontal This is go in, assault. kill everyone. This yeah, is none of duty, clear the room. Unless yeah. someone can convince the mortals to leave. Um, I mean, Alexander's going to be walking with not one, but two fucking abominations. And I'm guessing <laughs> intimidate is something he's yeah. good at. Yep. <laughs> can we just take two minutes? Sure. And I don't want to That's right, we can pause. I yeah, we can drink. pause because we're not streaming. We can. Oh, I'm gonna fucking kill Alexander. <laughs> I'm gonna stake him five fucking ways from Sunday and just leave him to fucking right. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, that could not have gone any fucking worse. But at the same time, what happened happened for. Hmm. What happened happened for a reason. Why do I figure that? Because we're still alive. Yeah, you're still alive. I'm wanting that fucking cowboy hat mantled on my fucking wall. <laughs> I will take that as a goddamn trophy. You will take Fuck down him. Alexander. 
You'll take down Alexander and Balthazar, apparently. <laughs> well, I'm having nothing to do with Balthazar getting taken down. Yeah, but, yeah, but you still want his hat mounted on your wall. <laughs> if Marcel takes him down, you can take all the credit for that. I just want the damn hat. <laughs> just as a sign of, you fucked with my car. Enjoy fucking dustwood <laughs> piece of shit. You ruined I'm my car. I'm tired, I'm hungry, I'm a little bit fucking petty and cranky right now. <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> no, I mean, need you when you're hungry. Well, I mean, I yeah. yeah, Snickers gets out of the car, walks out of the nearest yeah. homeless person. Your name is Snickers for the evening. Here's 20 bucks. <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry. <laughs> Sorry, Shinji, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> oh, God. You're not I... you when you're hungry. How the fuck have I managed to somehow get us out of that corner? I don't know. I applaud your efforts, good sir. That was. Oh fucking play, God! Damn it all the hell. Here's Balthazar's stats. If you want to know what you missed. So you said the former fucking sheriff. It's like, oh son of a bitch. Eighth generation, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he would have fucking. Wow! If Marcel catches what? Uh, can I ask what generation Marcel is? Ah, uh, tenth. Wow! So we've given Marcel Balthazar if. Marcel gets permission to drink Balthazar. We've just given Marcel a, a power boost. You have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we just bumped him up the fucking... Hey, I've had higher composure than Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because he's a fucking idiot. Mm. <laughs> um, health, six. Willpower, five. Hey, decent composure. Yeah, I'm the same health as him if I'm not damaged. Yeah, no, I still think eighth generation he would have. He, he oh, would... Of course he has dirty fighting. Yeah, I was gonna say, if he had decided to fight us, he wouldn't have needed the other two. He oh, would have utterly fucking crushed us. Celerity 2, Fortitude 2, Potence 4. Ooh, yeah, mm -hmm. like I said, he Potence would have fucking stomped us. Yeah. Oh, fucking Alexander. <laughs> Fuck, that pissed me off so much. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just happy that in one fell move I got two names off my list that I added yeah. today. My names are those. Luke and Balthazar. Yeah, just have Michaela yeah, just Anybody who both... tries to control me I put on my list. Yeah, fair enough. Now you just have Michaela. <laughs> now well, I just have Michaela. I'll keep that in mind. I'm not aiming on controlling you. Let's be honest, <laughs> if I'm going to try and control anyone in this fucking group, <laughs> there's a reason I need McGee. <laughs> I need that fucking generation gap between myself and <laughs> Alexander so the next time he tries to pull some shit I can just look and go No No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cause Yeah, anybody who tries to control me in any way gets added to my list and so you, far you added <laughs> So far at the moment it's now McGee and Michaela <laughs> <laughs> And Nash is While he deserves it he's just unfortunately my way of getting power yeah, no. He, but he tried to fuck us over. So oh I yeah, no, I'm justified. all for that. He tried to fuck with a lot of us, so fuck him. Yeah. So, okay. as you step out, as the car comes to a stop, the engine dies, headlights turn off. As you take one last look at each other, in case you don't make it out of this, climb out of the taxi. Barry, your phone beeps once again. Grab it. The message on the screen reads The package is secure. D. 
Hmm. I reply, thank you. Mm-hmm. Moving in on secondary package now. I was going to say, Roger looking over at the phone just like, we good? Mm-hmm. We're good, buddy. After you send your reply, your phone beeps again, and this message contains simply a street address. Presumably, Damien's safe house where you are to pick up Nash. Okay. And then I put my phone on silent. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, phone's silent. Alexander, who is still in his combat form, looks around and he says, mm, Yes, it looks like Marcel was telling the truth. Ten men. Ghoul, most likely the one moving in and out of the marshalling yard over there. He points and you see a man dressed in a black dressed in a pinstripe suit with a fedora of holding course. a Tommy gun. Oh, that course. moves in and out of the big open loading entrance into the rail yard. Mm-hmm. Occasionally he stops and barks orders to the other men who appear to just be just appear to be run of the mill street hoods. Each of them armed with a variety of different weapons, some of them with handguns, one of them with a shotgun, a couple of them with assault rifles that mm-hmm. don't seem to have any particularly organised patrol of the premises. No, they're they're just walking around the marshalling yard sort of at random. Some of them gathered around in groups at various points. With the exception of the ghoul, these are just people he could have had to have cobbled together at the last minute. He's not exactly... He's run out of favours. He's run out of fucking... a lot of friends, so he's just pulling together whatever he got his hands on. I would very much like to get both my heightened senses and my unswayable mind going because I know exactly what I'm heading into yep. with McGee at this point. Hunger uh, 4, we can make it work. Uh, <laughs> I, I need to keep an eye. Do any of these, do any of these uh, lovely people that they've got look particularly like they've just walked in off the fucking street corner? Um, you can make, well, you're a Ventru, so you actually get a check for determining if someone is nearby that you can drink. Let me look up what it is. I swear to God. Okay. Once you've done that, I have a battle plan that I would like to suggest. Yep, please do. Ventrue, I'm all for it. Ventrue. Ventrue, Ventrue. Okay, you can make a resolve plus awareness test, please. Resolve awareness. Oh, that's four. Four? Uh, that's what you no, need. No, I mean, I have oh, to. Yeah. No, I gotta yeah. roll. That's how many I get to roll. That's all fucking hunger, so that's always good. <laughs> I'm not rousing the blood because the last thing you want is the one calm person going off the fucking rails. Oh, very pretty calm. Eh. Oh, Flat fucking zero. Well, zero. I any of them beast? Any of them crit fails? No, just a lot of yeah. threes and fours. Okay, so you, from here across the street, you can see that you know the hoods they they de- generally look downtrodden. You don't know if some of them are homeless. It's possible they might be. You'll have to just try and see. Some of them are wearing shabbier clothes than others, but no, they all sort of look like they're just the dregs of the street that have been, you know, handed 50 bucks to do something tonight. Yeah. Okay. So, battle plan I'd like to suggest. Mm. Alexander brings his creatures in to attack the mortals. As you say this, as you say this, Alexander nods, he closes his eyes, and there... In the corner of your vision, 
you see flickers of movement in the shadows of an abandoned warehouse just on the other side of the parking lot. Stepping out of the shadows first is Baskerville, half Zion the Kaitiff, with one of the one of the Doberman's heads grafted on, serving as the controller of the body, and then behind it the Vojd. Three humans grotesquely flesh crafted together all three of their faces locked in an expression of eternal torment and pain all six of their legs scuttling forwards in unison like some sort of gigantic insect okay once they they, um, attack the mortals the ghoul will be distracted I am going to confront the ghoul get his attention mercy will come around the side and try to stake him while I try to shoot him You two can help however you want with the mortals. Once we've cleared out the mortals, we go in the building and find McGee. Alexander says, do you feel you will be able to handle the ghoul adequately? Last time you tried, you got a stake for your trouble. Mm, He's not not wrong. Anyone's welcome to join me. Alexander says, My friends do not require my supervision to conduct their work. I will join you. I may have to stay a step or two behind on this one. Combat was never my forte, and I'm already not in the best of states at the moment. I just want this over. He just looks at you, Alexander just looks at you and says, Perhaps you may come in. If any of the mortals need extra convincing to leave once all is said and done. Mm, yes. Mm. As long as we can make sure we know where McGee is. Yes. Just keep in mind, he's a Ventru, he's high, well, lower generation than all of us, and will not hesitate to try and dominate or throw anyone out of balance. He will try. I'll tell Mercy to come in at the side. Like, circle around and come from the side, not stand behind me yeah. when I try to distract the ghoul. She mm. nods. Okay, well, you Alexander, ready? tell him the charge. Alexander closes his eyes, and then he smiles, and then you watch both of his monstrosities begin shuffling across the road, out into plain view, illuminated, and as soon as they do, you hear someone from the rail yard shout, What the fuck is that? Welcome to my world. (laughs) Okay, well then I start running towards the ghoul, and (laughs) when I get... If I can get within roughly, you know, 30 to 40 feet of him without him noticing, I will shout at him to get his attention. If he notices me, all the more better, I will raise my gun and start to shoot at him. Beside you, Greg activates his fortitude, raises his AK-47 and starts to casually stroll behind the two monstrosities. The Vosht is the first one to reach the chain-link fence that surrounds the rail road. All three of the mouths open and let out a sickening roar. 
has six arms arised and with a crash break break through the fence toppling an entire section of it over and spilling onto the <laughs> and spilling into the rail yard the rail yard immediately comes to life with gunfire as the hoods scramble for their weapons lining up side by side ducking for cover and taking shots at the monstrosities Greg raises his AK-47 and starts to take shots. Bang, 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 As the two monstrosities rush into the rail yard and soon the night is filled with the sounds of gunshots, screams and terrifying roars. What are you doing during this, Roger? Just sitting there watching? No, I... I don't know what, what I can do with my current state as far as things go. Mildly annoying. You have a pistol, you could take pot shots. I know. Happy mm. if I knew if some of these people were actively homeless or not, that would have made my life easier. But, uh, I could try. Yep, if you want, make a dex firearms check. Yeah, no, my aim is, is awful. You raise your gun, see one of the hoods poking out from behind a wooden crate and fire at him. Your bullet slams into the front of the crate and he ducks. And then just as he ducks, you see Baskerville rush forwards, reach out its hands and pull the man out from behind his cover. He screams, terrified, as Baskerville roars and then tears the man in two. I just look down at my gun, just look back up and go, eh, whatever. <laughs> Barry quickly looks back and goes, good covering fire! Yeah. <laughs> Barry, just run, just yes. I would like you, in this chaos, to please make a dex athletics check, and you may add an extra dice to the dice pool, as the other guards are quite adequately distracted at the moment. Uh, distracted's a word for it, in other words would be just fucking horrified. Well, that's good. That extra dice that you gave me just makes up for the um, one that I lose for the spot armor. So, that works. Okay, that is one, two, two successes. Two successes. You begin running as fast as you can as your rapid reflex is activated. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. You begin running as fast as you can spilling through the gap in the fence that the monstrosities created and dashing towards the man in the pinstripe suit beside you mercy branches off she runs around the other side of the carnage trying to flank the man while be while on your other side alexander runs alongside you keeping pace with you the ghoul sees you coming at the last moment he narrows his eyes bloodshot hopped up on vampire blood raises his tommy gun and fires spraying left to right trying to hit the both of you bang 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 and he gets a penalty dice because of your rapid reflexes that is three successes you feel a bullet strike you padding the armor it does not do damage beside you bullets pelt alexander dealing 
two points of superficial damage to him, the rest of them slamming into his bone armour, and then suddenly the two of you are in front of the ghoul as he raises his gun ready to fire again. You see Mercy running up behind him, her pistol in one hand and in her other hand a switchblade that you did not give her. I said the stake launcher, you stupid woman. Okay. Yeah, I think we've noticed that ghouls don't tend to listen to us at the best times. Although I've just realised this is the perfect punishment for my ghoul, because she's like, oh man, I really want action. <laughs> I'm going to be talking to her and telling her the accounts at this fucking moment. When I would have loved to have you there, but, um, no. Okay, and you well, notice that the switchblade appears to be an exact replica of your own. Oh, that's not creepy Okay, at all. this has gone from loving me to just Weird. obsession. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how this works. Okay, well, seeing... Well, the guy's focused on me, so I'm just going to keep his focus on me. I'm just going to try and shoot him with my rifle. So that Mercy has... Make a dex firearms check. He's going to try to fire back at you. Okay, so I lose a dice because of the armour. Yep, and he gets a penalty dice from the rapid reflexes. One, two, three... I rolled that last roll. Oh, wait, 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 something. Oh, no, yep, no, 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 Four passes, five passes. Five successes to his three successes. He fires his gun at you, but you weave and dodge thanks to your rapid reflexes. You feel the bullets whizzing over you, cutting the air, and then you raise your gun and fire, hitting him. How many successes was it you got? Five. Five to three. You hit him, dealing four points of aggravated damage to him as your bullet slams into his chest blood begins to spurt out beside you alexander rushes forwards his clawed hand in front of him he slashes it into the man's gut dealing another point of ag- dealing yeah another point of aggravated damage as the man stumbles backwards he raises his tommy gun ready to fire again and then from behind <laughs> comes mercy She rushes up, slamming her elbow into his back. He screams, stumbling, falling forwards. And then as he rolls around to right himself, he looks up, he sees her. His mouth opens and he just says, Mercy? And she she says, Hello again, Rocco. My answer is the same as last time. And then she she leans down and digs her switchblade into his throat. He gurgles. As his blood begins to spray her, he coughs and gurgles a few more times and then is silent. Wow, somebody's got past issues there. Yeah, at least least she didn't say my answer is different to last time and then stabbed him. Yeah, that would have been problematic. This implies that she's already told him no. <laughs> no means no, motherfucker! Around you, around you, the chaos continues. Gunshots, screams, roars. You both 
you both just mm. watch as the Vorged raises all six arms, grabs a single man, and then the six arms play tug of war with him, there... breaking him <gasps> Are there into any... six pieces. Okay, odd question. Are there any of these models that hasn't yet been just fucking torn asunder by these things? You look around and you see... You see a leg lying on the concrete in front of one of the boxes, an arm still clutching its okay. gun lying mm -hmm. in a ditch. Okay, and... yep, that's fine. Yeah, I meant, like, living bodies would be nice, not just pieces everywhere. And um, noticing all the blood scattered all over the lot, mm. I'd like you to make a willpower roll for me, okay, please. Okay, so how does this work? So if you're taking... impaired, you just roll one dice. This ought to be fun. Fuck it. That's a five, so that's a failure. I guess I'm going to see what the fuck's going on. You look, you see legs, arms, oh, other body parts scattered it. around. You hear the Vosht and Baskerville roaring, and then you see the blood spilling like a tidal wave across the concrete, and your beast roars. Yep. This is not your normal type of meal, mm -mm, yeah. but you'll take it. The next thing you know, you are running across the road, bursting through the fence and lying down, licking the blood off the concrete like oh. an animal, yeah. slurping it all up, dreg by dreg. This is not well composed, but we'll make do for the evening. Mm -hmm. One of the hoods sees you there and decides this is his chance to get a shot off on you. Motherfucker, fair enough. I'm glad I have toughness as a thing. That is three successes. Do I roll anything? Uh, for your toughness, let me see. Pretty sure I had... Raises his shotgun, sees you, and oh. boom! Fires it at close range. And I will just check your fortitude. So, fortitude. Oh, by the way, you may reset your hunger to one. Well, that's helpful. This is not your normal... This is not homeless blood. It tastes yeah. disgusting, stale, and foul. But you are so mm. hungry, you'll take anything. Yeah, it says here, it's subtract the fortitude of the defender from all superficial damage sustained. Yep, so, mm. uh, so toughness. That is one rouse check. Okay, I will... subtract your fortitude from the damage taken so you're wearing armor three you're wearing yep. three point armor plus your two fortitude so that mm -hmm. is five altogether yeah meaning you take uh let me see you take one point of superficial damage from the shotgun blast you feel the <laughs> You feel the buckshot embed in your skin, and this knocks you out of your frenzy. And then you see the hood staring there, and you just look at him, still on all fours. What do you do? Oh. Terrified, he locks eyes with you. Noticing. Just sort of just, just sort of looks at like the other buckshot in the suit and goes, first the car, now the suit. Looks over and goes, sorry, I had to see that. This hasn't exactly been my night. Be a dear, drop the gun. You're using compel on him? Yeah. He raises his hands, dropping the gun, clatters on the ground. Yeah. And then, as he opens his mouth to say something, 
from behind you see a huge humanoid figure mm-hmm. bounding forwards and you hear a dog barking <laughs> and he turns around just in time to see Baskerville charging towards him opening its dog jaws and leaping forwards embedding them in his neck and just like this is just this is my just casually stroll over doing my best to ignore the other two monstrosities and just pick the shotgun up and goes the hood screams and gurgles as Baskerville pulls him to the ground and savages him soon within seconds his screams die and you realise that the lot is now silent Mm -hmm. the bloodbath is over now I have a shotgun. Can yeah. I quickly find like a torso or something that you sure might can be able to be drunk from? I mean, there's blood the everywhere. I mean, you got the ghoul in front of you, and he probably wouldn't have been in the best yeah, of moods. I don't want to. I don't want to drink the blood of someone who yeah, if you, has Mickey's uh, blood. Yeah, if you right. drink that, you'll be one step bloodbound to me. Yeah. Right, no, fair, fair. Yeah. That's, look, <laughs> and I think I actually, my guy's actually. Oh no, he has a bonding resistance, but yeah. Either but way. Still, it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, nope, nope, that's fair cop. Yeah, so, yeah, I just want to go to one of the mortals and just, yep. you know, pick up an arm. You just or pick up an arm or a yeah. torso. You just pick up one of the dismembered arms, and as you look at Roger, who's wiping blood off the front of yeah. his suit, you just raise the arm to your mouth and sink your face. Uh, just. Re- slurp. Yeah, just slurp the blood dripping okay. off the end. Is... You may reset your hunger to one. Is there anything I can do about my friggin' willpower at the moment, or is that now that your now that your hunger's down, you can rouse the blood to heal it if you like. Now, in order to, that's like I have to rouse the blood every time. Every time, I believe with blood potency two, mm-hmm. you get to heal. Uh, where's blood potency on this screen? Uh, you get to heal two points of superficial damage oh, per. For, for willpower, that would be... Is that willpower or is that for health? It's for both, willpower or health. Oh, or health. Yes, it's just two points of superficial right, well, damage. Before I do anything, I'm going to go and just hand the shotgun to... To... Hmm, to, to Roger. To, to, no, to, to Barry, Barry and just go, I know we have, a, we have an armory to restock. Consider this a donation. Hmm? <laughs> donation accepted and I rack the shotgun. Okay, see, that one, yay, that's a success on that one, so... I put my... Rifle on my back, and I now have the shotgun out instead. In front of you, Barry, Mercy is crawling over the body of the ghoul, and you notice she stops, stares at the gash in his neck, and then she opens her mouth, looks at you, and then places her mouth over the gash. I'm going to run at her and shoulder check her. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm going to try and knock her off that. So Go I'm... ahead, make a strength brawl yeah. check, please. Okay, so that is four with one of the hunger. Okay. Fuck! Stop that. Yeah. I was going to say, good thing off the table doesn't count. Doesn't it? Nope, you can roll again. I, if you like. I usually go if it's off the table and you need to go again. Fucking hell, I've already rolled Oh two dear god. And that's a, so that's one. Part. I'm going to choose a willpower to yeah. re roll those. Yeah, I'm glad I'm just not impaired anymore because that's all I was worried about. Could rouse the blood again, but I don't really want to keep gambling on this shit. Uh, that's two passes altogether. You rush forward, slam your shoulder into her, knocking her off him. Dealing one point of super, superficial damage. She gasps and then sprawling on the ground, she looks up at you, blood still running down the front of her face, and she says, What's the big idea? You drink that and you'll be blood bonded to Mickey. 
she just looks up at you and she shrugs and she says, I just wanted to be like you. If you want to be like me, I will give you that opportunity in a month's time. Patience. She says nothing. She just silently climbs to her feet and holds the switchblade in front of her. She sticks it into her pocket and then reaches for the stake launcher that's slung over her mm. shoulder. That's also not how it works, Mercy. Mm. If you drank his blood, that would not turn you into one of us. Yeah. Roger's just, but you know. now is not the time to explain how this works. Yeah, Roger just sort of walks back in, having like sort of dusted himself off as best as humanly possible because I'm still not in. I, I, again, I want to try and see if I can knock off some of this health, but at the same time, <laughs> son of a bitch, I don't know if I want to get all rolling blood again. Ah, hell with it, I'll try to knock off the... Might as well. Ah, oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Well, that just fucked me. I'm back to one. I, that wasn't that one again, so I'm back to full hunger. Why the fuck did I bother with this? <laughs> well, you fixed your willpower. Uh, no, I've already fixed my willpower. That one was for health. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, okay? I fixed my health, and I'm right back. God... Damn it! It's been a taxing night. <laughs> it's been a fucking god, fucking damn it! Oh, that was that, that was brilliant. Yeah, well, cool, awesome. Okay. Fuck me, rigid. That so you stand just just still sit there hungry because again that wasn't a very nice meal. Not happy, not in a good mood. Just <laughs> walk back in, dust myself off, going. <sighs> Ghouls, am I right? <laughs> okay, so you stand in front of the open loading doors of the marshalling yard everything on the other side inside the inside the warehouse itself is pitch black all you can see is the vague lump the vague uh, incline in the concrete that is the platform in front of the train track so the freight train will stop to load its cargo inside Next to it, you can just make out a series of jagged shapes that look to be piles of crates and cargo, but there is no sign of Mickey himself, at least not from out here. Mm. Um, would that blood that I drank have had a resonance? Indeed, it would have had a resonance. Let me tell you what resonance it had. Yep. It had... Uh... It had a melancholy resonance because they were utterly terrified in their moments. So that's obfuscate and that is obfuscate and fortitude. Fortitude. Ghost in the machine's not really gonna help me. What's the other obfuscate skill at level three? Is Mask. Okay, you can add one extra dice to any attempts to sway your mind. Cool, that's it's useful. That's gonna be useful. So yeah, okay. So I need to go uh, fortitude. 
you like to do okay uh so we are pretty sure that mcgee is inside yep and he most likely is aware that you've come yeah we won't yeah he's aware that someone's we won't exactly settle on the approach there sir um uh, i'm gonna guess that 10 minutes have passed yeah so we have 10 minutes until the train is supposed to arrive now Stupid question. Are American trains, time-wise, the same as Australian trains? Where you oh, know they're about God. If they're Australian, then they they wouldn't show up, and we'd be getting waiting. He'd be waiting for a bus. I'm going to give it a fifty percent chance to be on time. Okay. So we need to do this, uh, like a power walk pace. Yeah. Maybe we could always just call him out because if he knows we're. We know he's here. He knows we're here. There's not exactly a point in trying to be... Yeah, but he probably also knows that he only needs to wait for the train to get here. Yes. And he can jump on and tell the people just not to stop. Hmm. Um... So what... From outside, is this a single-story building? It's a single-story building. Just basically, it's a railway platform but there's a warehouse built around it the train comes into the yeah. warehouse gets loaded on and then it yeah, leaves so it's basically just a warehouse with a massive loading so, dock for a train platform i'm gonna guess three entrances yep oh the train. there's the yeah the one one end for the train to come in one at the other end and then and the then. entrance where you're standing at now which is so people can bring cargo in and out okay how about someone enters from the left someone enters from the right and someone enters from the middle do we want to say Alexander and his two in the middle? I'll take Mercy and I from left or right. And I guess and I'll take Greg from the you and Greg. Greg from Greg. the other oh. side. Very well. Is that acceptable? I mean, you're the one with the battle strategy. I'm just here to do what needs to be done. Because that way, we've got three angles. Yeah. We'll focus on one. And if someone does get dominated, they're only going to be able to go after one of the other entrances so that the third entrance is still free. Hmm. Yes. So what would you... So you, you're, you're fine to do that? Yeah, I, I think that's probably the best plan for it. I've already got... Because if it's single store, it's just going to be fucking open. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're looking on a train of freight loading platform. It's black in there. You have no idea where McGee is. You just know he's in there. Oh, I have a torch. <laughs> yeah, you do have a torch, actually. I'm holding my phone flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do have the UV light as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, so. That wasn't a weapon, so I yeah. imagine, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, okay. I've got the UV light. I'm going to set it to non. Same. Non same. same. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then whatever. Alexander does. Yep. Alexander just still in his battle form begins to stroll calmly towards the entrance in front of you, his sickening monstrosity scuttling behind him until they're swallowed by the darkness. And then the rest of you split apart, heading for the other entrances. I turn to Mercy and I say, if I turn on you, you fucking run. 
she just nods, saying nothing. And, and this roll... time, I need you to listen to me. I'm going to roll a dice. Yep. Okay. Barry, mm-hmm. as you and Mercy step onto the railroad tracks and walk towards the walk towards the train tunnel entrance, step into the pitch blackness. I'd like you to make a wits awareness check, please. Wits awareness. Okay, that is two plus four, and I have one hunger. Oh, I feel like one. I believe in one in the span of like five minutes I went from four to one to, to back four to again. Because <laughs> yeah. just in case I wanted to have a decent night tonight. One, two, three passes. Three passes, that's what I'm sticking with. Three passes? Okay. As you step into the darkness, you find yourself surrounded by piles of cardboard boxes and wooden crates stacked almost as high as the roof you look around scanning to see if you can catch any sign of mcgee and then you hear the sound of scuffling above you you look up just in time to see mickey mcgee clad in his imposing gray pinstripe suit leaping down from the top of a pile of crates towards you his fist clenched around an uh, around an iron knuckle oh damn okay can i activate rapid reflex oh no that don't that's only to give him well yeah that would actually give him a negative to hit me only for range only for range yeah. okay don't worry then however uh, actually you can use rapid reflexes in combat i'm just looking that up yeah no um, Discipline. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll describe what I wanted to try to yeah. do with the rapid reflexes. So with the rapid reflexes, I wanted to try and step slightly out of the way as he comes down, and then as he comes down, grab him and put him into a grapple. Okay, yep. Um, well, it says, uh, do you have fleetness? I do not oh, have it because have that's attempt reflexes. one. Because okay, I so you it. can take a minor action worth up to two dice per turn. So I will... Make I'll ask you to do a dexterity brawl check, and you may add two dice to it. Um, is that taking into account the grappling specialty that I have? Plus that. Okay, so, so three dice. Plus, okay, cool, cool. Okay, so that's four plus two, so that's six plus three, so that's nine with one hunger. Okay, so one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. So McGee is gonna rouse. Yeah, I'll do it in a minute when you. Actually, that's a good idea. I'm gonna rouse the blood. All right, go ahead. Because this, I blood. need to succeed. That's a pass. That's an extra dice. Lovely. So I'm now rolling a pool of ten dice. You roll high. Okay, let's count this out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Damn. Yes, seven. Seven, okay. Mickey McGee's gonna rouse the blood. He fails, going to hunger four. Oh, cool. We're on the same thing. That gives him a dice pool of 13. Fuck! Yeah. How many successes did you get? Wait, how did he get dice pool of... So... 
I suppose that's this is like his uh, bread and butter. So well, he's got dexterity of four plus brawl of four plus potence two plus then he rouses the blood to get three dice. Yep. No. No. Fair. Fair call. Fair call. Seven. Seven. Okay. He leaps down with his six successes, swinging his iron knuckle towards you. You see him coming, you step backwards and then reach forwards, grappling him, wrapping your arms around him, catching him off guard. What do you do? Mercy pulled out the stake launcher. Mercy, stake him! And I try to hold him still. Mercy... Mercy sees you there, holding him. She looks at him. Looks oh fuck! I just got you. Mercy to try and stake a great grandfather. Looks back at him. Looks back at you. Mercy's going to make a willpower check. Uh, Shit! Oh no. Well, this is awkward. Mercy steps forwards. <laughs> if I get staked here, I swear to God. <laughs> Looking between you. And her ancestors. You hold him in place as he struggles, groaning, You fucking, you little fucking shit. I'm going to grind you into dust. Oh, ever since we met that night at the Armitage, you didn't know your fucking place. You are dirt, you hear me? You are fucking dirt. Mercy just looks at him. And then he sees her. He looks to her. And she says, Uncle? And he says, Mercy, you fucking bitch. Oh, not the words you want to try and roll with. You were mine. You were mine and you betrayed me with this piece of fucking gutter trash. I love a good family reunion. Never goes well. (laughs) She raises the stake launcher and she says, I know now what you are. I know now what I was. Jacob first, then fucking Todd. <laughs> Jesus. Everything in my life was decided by you. My friends were vetted by you. I couldn't even... I couldn't even socialise without you sending your fucking goons to watch over me. You lied to me, and I don't like being okay. lied to. Okay, okay. And she raises her gun... Fires. I'm gonna let her make a fire. Yeah, I got check. this. <laughs> yeah! I'm waiting for it. Because <laughs> you're like right behind her. This could be like literally a fucking piccolo Goku go situation. Funk awesome. <laughs> you fucking bitch, Spitz McGee. You whore. Oh. I should have fucking left you. Fuck. The stake hits him right in the chest. Oh. He immediately goes silent, limp in your arms. His skin goes grey. His body becomes rigid. Oh wow! He is torpid. That's oh my god! Drop him and hug Mercy. I oh please tell me this is the point where I walk (laughs) in the room. This is where you you and Greg just just, walk in on the opposite end. I walk in. You're hugging Mercy. He's on the floor. I'm literally just (laughs) (laughs) Mr. McGee. Not that I enjoy, not that I don't enjoy a good family reunion, but I suppose we have one last piece of business to discuss before we close the accounts. McGee just looks up at you. Wow. McGee just looks up at you, 
with blank mm. eyes, mm. aware of what you're saying, oh, but good. unable, unable to react. Oh, just look going. But you can see, even though he's torpid, you can almost feel the intense hatred coursing mm. through his body oh, as he, he realizes he is well and truly oh fucked. Yeah, just like leaning over him, like there's nothing. Just to clarify, there is legitimately nothing he can do at this point. Nope, right? there's he is no, staked. no mystical bullshit we're going to pull if I try to say anything. He is staked. Okay, I will definitely be leaning over him going, I know there's probably a million and one things you want to say. You feel betrayed. You feel like, you know, I've taken something away from you that I've ruined your life, your reputation. But in reality, you ruined my life. You took away anything that I've had that would have been considered normal. You lumped me in with an absolute freak show. And for what? To have someone balance your books to keep you off the police radar, even though you've proven you've already been using the police to cover your own means? Did you not think that any of this would catch up to you eventually? You had to have known? You... Mm, forgive me, I'm... It hasn't been a pleasant night for any of us. Some of your older friends came and accosted us before we got here. But you know what? They'll be dealt with. No worries about those. But there is... Some, I'm not sure how aware you are of the situation, but I'd like to you know a couple of things before we settle up. First of all, your friend Walsh is... Mr. Walsh will be joining you wherever you end up shortly after this. He gets the privilege of being dragged before the Camarilla in person to be judged for his crimes. You get to die in a train yard in the middle of Southside fucking Chicago where no one will witness your last moments or hear your final pleas because quite honestly it's not worth anyone's time. <laughs> Barry looks up and goes we were supposed to take both of them in. Well, we, no, I believe the rule was. Uh, that Prince, Prince said, no, I don't care said, what you do. No, with his McGee. words were oh, to bring yes. Walsh in. McGee yeah. is like non grata. Yeah. He doesn't oh, give two shits okay. for you. So, yeah, I'm losing the young. I should thank you, though. My. Your whole. The way you treated me spurred me onto my own personal path, led me to my own particular interests. And at least take some solace in the fact that your otherwise meaningless and pointless death it will at least allow me to move further along with things. I, I really wish I had some fun way to say goodbye, but honestly, you're not worth the effort. How do I diablorize this lonely person? He looks up at you, hearing all of this, and yet unable to say anything. And then, as the others turn their backs to make good on your word, make good on your word that no one will watch his final moments, you <laughs> lean over the torpid man, bare your fangs and sink them into his neck. The blood flows through you, sweeter than anything you've tasted. You may reset your hunger to one, first <laughs> of all. Well, that's lovely. Yay. You keep drinking, keep sucking the blood until it stops. But you are not done. You continue drinking. Even when there is no more blood, even when he is as dry as a stone, you continue to drink. And then you taste something sweeter. Something 
something not quite concrete, something symbolic, perhaps his very soul. You can taste it and you feel it running through your veins as you pull it from his body, diabolizing him, pulling him closer to final death. You need to make a strength plus resolve check and you need a number of successes equal to his blood potency, which is three. Oh, this is a problem. You may rouse the blood to I, I'm gonna have to, because otherwise I only have three. And with my luck so far tonight, I'm not convinced I could get three just off the bat. That's enough. For fuck, that's the third nat one I've done on a fucking rouse check tonight. Can you <laughs> this is... rouse the blood more than once for one check? No. No? No. I don't think so. So hunger immediately goes back up to three, because Jesus yep. fucking Christ. Already. At least you get two dice for it. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck. Mm. Uh, so that goes up to five dice, four of which are hunger. This sort of be fun. <sighs> you only got that one, so you only got three hunger, don't you? Because you went down to one because you started. That's what I said. Yeah, I yeah, went up three. to three. Yeah, but you said three. you have four dice. Yeah. Yeah. No strength. It was strength plus resolve, which yep. is three plus plus your... the two. I get two yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. He gets two with his because he's a fully blood. Yeah, but one of those isn't a hunger dice. Oh yeah. Hey. That, yeah, sorry, that's what I was trying Look, to say. Okay. In my def in my defense, I've been rolling with four hunger all yeah. no, fucking no, night. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. That's why oh, I'm trying to Okay, come on, please. Just give me this. Yes, that's exactly three. <laughs> Thank fuck. Oh There is a struggle raging within you as you pull his soul from his body through your fangs and you can feel his essence battling you, trying to resist. But you enforce your will over it and continue drinking. Your vision goes white and you are caught up in this moment. The most pleasurable, ecstatic thing you've ever experienced. Tastier than any blood. More thrilling, more rushing than any drug that could be experienced as a mortal. You... And McGee exist on your own, in a void of white nothingness, locked in a duel for control over your body. Damn, um, lose one point of humanity. That's, you know, that's fair. <laughs> I just consumed a man's soul. I'm not in a position to argue on that one. You now need to roll humanity plus your blood potency. And he is going to roll his resolve um, plus his blood potency. So that is so six dice for humanity am I with? Um, like, so the like humanity one. you have left. Okay, so two, four, six, it's easy. seven, plus two sets yeah, of Yeah, it's nine. easier to diabolize the more humanity you have. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Now am I just rolling normally or does hunger play into this? Hunger doesn't play in and you cannot okay. rouse the blood for this. No, that again makes a lot of sense. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> I have you been... can spend willpower though. Well, we'll see what happens first. I'm, I'm still technically at three. I thought I didn't have to do anything for this part. I probably should have considered that one, so we're just going to eat. Or is it... No, you yeah. can spend... Oh, yeah, sorry. Can I know, I just had to yeah, reset that, because I thought was, I thought that was like, oh, yeah, no, we're good now, and started getting rid of that. That was a mistake. Come on, baby. Okay, there's one, two, three, four. One's a critical... Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why, that's why I can't four. So that is four to his two successes. Oof. 
actually had another success there as well, and the mm. critical makes that two successes. So how many oh, altogether? Six. Six oh. successes to Jeez. his two successes. Can I say anything to him before we go, or have we already had our final <laughs> you words? You can. Yeah, just as before you, he disappears. As you <laughs> drink the last dredges of his soul, as the battle within your body is won, and your essence fully ousts his yeah, from your body. I was going to say, say? So, so is this like in the void? So this is in the void, Oh, yep. cool, so I can say whatever the hell I want and just go... Mm. Well, just one very simple, just simple line as he fades away. Never forget, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you feel the very last shred of his essence diminish. He is now part of you. For every success that you got over him, which is four, you gain five experience points to immediately spend on increasing your blood potency or on victim or, or on disciplines known by your victim. Your generation becomes 11th and your hunger resets to zero. Dude. I'm sorry, can we roll back to the XP part? Yeah, 20 XP to spend on any disciplines he has oh. or blood potency. What did you have to roll to get to determine that? That was humanity, humanity plus blood potency versus his resolve plus blood potency. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Black veins become visible <laughs> in your aura, marking you as a Diablerist. They will last for one year. Eh, yeah. okay, so I have to work out that XP to more. You breathe it deep, it's just, yeah. whiteness fades away, and once again you are kneeling on the rail platform. Beneath you is a pile of ash. Mm. <sighs> skip forward an okay. hour later. You have arrived at Elysium the Chicago Art Institute to meet the prince to revel in being the victor of the blood hunt you are there Alexander is there Greg is there but Barry is not you do not worry as before you left the rail yard Barry told you he had one last thing to take care of oh, that he would join you very soon at Elysium and so here you are, right now, in Rubloff Auditorium, the theatre attached to the Chicago Art Institute. The Prince and the Primogen stand on the stage at the very back of the auditorium, while all of the other kindred of Chicago gather and carouse in the seats and in the rows, more kindred than you have ever seen. 200 or more every kindred in chicago even the anarchs are here at this grand elysium just like old times to hear the outcome of the blood hunt and to see walter nash's final judgment the only people the only kindred that you notice not present are the thin bloods mm. You see, who must surely be the movers and shakers of the Ventru, an insular cadre of imposing men and women dressed in their boardroom best. 
the men in immaculately tailored suits, the women in stilettos and pencil skirts making their best impression of girl bosses. As one of them catches sight of you, he whispers something to the woman beside him. She looks up from her wine glass of blood and her lips scowls as she surveys you, silently judging herself better than you. Mm. Ah! And here he is, loudly exclaims Horatio Ballard, the primogen's massive form hulking above the rest. The one who brought down that disgrace McGee and helped capture Nash too. A fine addition to our clan. He raises a bulbous hand and beckons you over with salami-like fingers. Hmm. Huh. Well, has be a fucking fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's out of character, because yep. I know I'll be killed instantly regardless <laughs> of my upgrades right now for that one. Just... Approach? Yeah. As you approach, the crowd of Ventru disperse, granting you an audience with their primogen. You are acutely aware of their gazes fixated mm -hmm. upon you, appraising whether you are worthy of their acceptance. Indeed, a neonate of our clan who answers to nobody but himself and knows how to get things done, Ballard purrs appreciatively. If only I had someone like you weeks back when I was trying to acquire that damned cane statue. Oh, fuck. Suddenly his <laughs> eyes narrow and his gigantic mouth twists into a contemptuous smirk. Just a shame about the clientele you've chosen to grace with your silver tongue. As he says this, a woman behind him scoffs loudly, her laugh piercing the silence. Shameful indeed! Beside her, a man with the appearance of a 1920s stockbroker smirks. King of the gutter trash, they say. Mm, one does not choose our particular taste, merely takes advantage of what they're given. Ventru, who stands to Ballard's immediate left, a bespectacled man with silver hair, smiles ruefully and nods. Indeed, what can you do? None of us choose from whom we feed, even our imposing primogen. After all, are there not rumours that you feed from... The look of annoyance, Ballard raises his stump of a hand, silencing him. Rumours of what, my child? That I spend my nights rousing the blood so that I may enjoy fine dining? Just because we are dead does not mean we should give up the pleasure that is good food. No, my sire, says the silver-haired man. I am referring to the incident with the young... Enough, Adam, <laughs> says Ballard. Wow, someone's wow. got more balls. <laughs> I was going to say, damn the balls on that fucker, okay? His voice lowered through gritted teeth. Nonsense spread by Annabelle and her clan of sticky beaks. Regardless, I'm still primogen, and for 150 years, Ballard Industries has been the pulse of this city's economy. Ballard Industries, You've indeed yeah. heard of them. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah As yeah. he finishes with a flourish, Ballard gives you one last sweeping look before he shrugs and turns away. The mm. silver-haired man steps forward and offers his hand. Alan Sovereign, accountant and seneschal to Prince Jackson. If you continue to be as useful as you have been, I am happy to welcome you to our clan. So what was his last name? Alan Sovereign. Uh, and he's the seneschal... And I'd like you to make an intelligence etiquette check, please. Okay, where are we at? Etiquette three, intelligence three. Uh, 
either way, I was going to say either, either way, I'm going to be fucking polite about being <laughs> yeah. higher ups in my yeah. own clan. When someone has a title, mm. you be yeah. polite again. <laughs> also, when somebody can mouth off and get almost get away yeah. with mouthing off to his own primogen, it's yeah. like you are clearly someone I'm not going to be fucking rude to because no, that is enough to know what a seneschal is. A seneschal is the right hand man of the prince. That would be why! Okay, cool. First of all, how do you spell Seneschal? Secondly, yeah, definitely not Seneschal. I knew I recognised the word. No, it's... There's nothing to make your acquaintance. Shake his hand, and he smiles, and he says... Don't worry about Ballard. He leans forwards and says, He feeds on little boys. Raise an eyebrow and just goes, Again, we do not choose who we are forced to feed upon. I won't make any other. Indeed, says the Seneschal. I, in the stead of my primogen, welcome you to our clan. He looks at the other Ventru and he says, Roger Maxwell is one of us, useful, thinking for himself, and he has a bright future among us. The other Ventru look back at him, and they each nod in unison and chant, One of us! (laughs) Uh, Of course. We cross to Barry. Barry, you arrive... The address provided to you by Damien, a single-story townhouse abandoned off the underneath a overpass bridge on the east side, only a few blocks from your own haven. The windows are boarded up, covered in graffiti, and it looks like the type of place where no one would set foot. Even the most desperate of hobos would think twice before spending the night here. You step up to the front door, (laughs) reach for the knob, grab it. The door shakes and shudders, almost falling off its hinges as it slowly creaks open. You step inside, and there you find, lying in the middle of an empty room, splayed out on dirty carpet, Walter Nash, thick ropes wrapped around his torpid form, a wooden stake in his chest. What do you do? Hmm. He's licking Ah, himself. Yeah. (laughs) Again. I was going to torture him a little bit teach him a lesson for you know abusing his power as a kindred and yet you see him pathetically lying on the floor in an empty room and I was going to attempt to get him to a state of mind where he was just a gibbering mess which would have meant him being armless legless missing most of his internal organs but this is pathetic enough, and I pick him up, take him to. I'm guessing I drove here in a yep. car. Stick him in the put him in the boot, car. and just take him straight. Say to the anything museum. to him. As I'm putting him in, I say, 
I would say I'm sorry that I have to do this. You are just a stepping stone to me gaining power to get to a position where I can do something. But you did sell us out. And we did nothing to you. So I'm not sorry. He stares up at you blankly and somehow you get the feeling that he understands. 20 minutes later, you park your car in the parking lot of the Art Institute. Climb out, open the boot of your car, retrieve his torpid form and sling it over your shoulder. And then as you make your way across the immaculately mowed lawn that makes the front that makes up the grounds of the art institute as you walk up the thin concrete path as you approach the marbled columns in front of the entrance someone steps out from behind one of them a young woman clad in a form-hugging leather jacket and black jeans helena oh son of a bitch she sees you walking towards her the torpid form of Nash over your shoulder and she just says mm, late to Elysium not a good look not a good look but I do bring a prize indeed she says and what a prize it is Walter Nash captured and brought to the prince by a thin blood yes she says, hmm, Critias particularly is going to be, <laughs> well, he's going to have a bug in his bonnet. <laughs> and she laughs, seemingly, seemingly amused by this idea. He does not think a thin blood worth anything, let alone strong enough to capture a fully fledged kindred and bring them in torpid to the prince. He is a he is a Methuselah, after all, the strongest and oldest vampire in the city. Or so he thinks, she says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, strength isn't just physical strength. Indeed, she says. I'll be keeping an eye on you. Please oh, no. enter Elysium <laughs> and receive your prize. I will place Nash on the ground, give her a bow, pick up Nash and walk in. <laughs> she just mm. watches as you enter and then as you push open the doors, make your way through the gallery lobby towards the auditorium, she follows you. <clears throat> you step into the auditorium a bright mass of coloured fashions and outrageous hairstyles the Toreador clan gather in front of a massive tapestry depicting the biblical Cain striking down his brother with a rock his crimson blood painting the dirt below like a carpet at the very front of the auditorium the first thing you see as you enter in the very centre of their circle stands Annabelle animatedly gossiping with those closest to her we appear to be fawning over her like a rock star's groupies. Listen, darlings, I will not brook anyone referring to him as a pet a second longer. Alexander is my protege, and I consider him a very close friend. Stop fucking 
fucking talking about. His work has been <laughs> invaluable for me, and might I add that he is far more cultured than many of the Philistine neonates the Anarchs insist on embracing into our clan. As you walk by, Toriador on the outer fringes of the circle eye you suspiciously, whispering to their neighbours. Occasionally, someone dramatically gasps or raucously giggles, either in response to someone's appraisal of you, or triggered by Annabelle's gossip. Yes! Uh, well, that's just the thing, isn't it, darlings? I had fed recently, and yet I continued to awaken, feeling as if I had barely any blood to rouse at all. Even if I had drunk my fill only the night before, the next night it was as if I had exerted it all! And then the idea to make use of Alexander's unique skills suddenly occurred to me, fully formed. I cannot even remember now what planted that seed in my mind, but I knew the idea was sound. And yes, while the Tremere bitch continues to point out the risk I took, I'd say Alexander has proven his worth to the Camarilla tonight, has he not, darlings? In the, in the corner of the gallery floor, leaning against a marbled pillar, in the midst of a crowd of enthralled neon neonates, Helena simply watches her steely gaze transfixed on Annabelle. As you reach the stage at the back of the auditorium, Prince Jackson stands up, holding his arms wide, signalling the attention of everyone present. <clears throat> Turns to you, Barry, and he says, Place him before me, thin blood. I was just going to drop him, but now I'll actually place him in front of the prince and step back. Place him on the ground. Stand back as Roger, Alexander and Greg step up beside you. The Primogen rise from their seats. You know all of them by now. Eric, though, the new Tremere Primogen. And as she looks over at the proceedings, you notice there's a preoccupied look on her face and she keeps reaching into the pocket of her coat, pulling out a mobile phone and glancing at it, each time she does so, looking even more worried. Oh God. Wait, which clan was she? Tremere, the new blood. To replace uh, the one that got killed. No, yeah. I was mostly trying to figure out which, um... Any of the people that we ran into tonight were any of them part of the tribe? No one. No. No. And no. Okay, well, I have no idea why she's There is worried. one kindred among the Primogen who you've not seen before. A brown-skinned woman wearing a black veil and a long black robe. Are any of the other Primogens of non-white skin? <laughs> Critias has olive skin. The but we already know yeah, who he is. Critias yeah. has got olive skin. The rest of them are white. It is Prince Jackson uh, so, alone, and so this... Barry just mutters under his breath, Benuakim. Yeah. <laughs> reading, perhaps reading your mind, the prince gestures towards the woman and says, Kadia, speaker of the Banu Hakim. She steps forwards, looks at each of you, nods, and she says... Leader of the Banu Hakim, yes, and yet somehow not yet a primogen. Mm. Ooh, I'm gonna help you, lady. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just Roger's like, oh man, there's way too much politics for this. But look, I'm on a high right now. I don't need this politic bullshit. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> Critias just shoots a glance at her 
and says your clan is new to the Camarilla. You have yet to prove yourselves. He's a faint hint of warning in his tone. That's fair. Mm. The prince continues. Nonetheless, I invited Cardia here tonight, as it is a member of her clan who is to face judgment, and I expected she would like to see it for herself. Indeed, says Cardia. Thinblood, you are the one who captured him? Yes. Standing behind the prince, you see Damien. He just looks over but says nothing. Cardia says, For a thin blood to capture a member of my clan, who would be intensely skilled, a brilliant hunter. A hunter uses all of his resources at his disposal. <laughs> she turns to the prince. She says, Prince Jackson. I'm aware that I am not a primogen on this council, but I have a request. The prince just nods, giving her the floor. She says, this thin blood, I feel, has proven his usefulness by bringing Nash to heal. A request, rather than Nash simply being beheaded by your sheriff, that you allow this thin blood to drink of him and join my clan. Oh, that's gonna ruffle some fucking feathers. <laughs> that's gonna see, ruffle some teeth. You hear a murmur go through all of the other kindred who are gathered, and the members of the Primogen exchange glances. They look at the prince, and the prince is silent for a few moments, and then he looks over at Cardia, and he says, Perhaps, perhaps, but, before he continues, Damien raises his hand and says, if he's going to be a Banu Hakim, he gets to be one of my hounds. The prince looks over his shoulder at Damien, a look of annoyance on his face. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm sure there's better ways that could have been brushed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just... <laughs> the prince looks over at Critias, who exchanges a look. Clearly saying something privy only to the prince and Critias. The prince shrugs and says, Fine, the thin blood may diabolize Nash and become a member of the clan if you agree that he is allowed to be one of Damien's hounds. Cardia turns towards you and she says, Thin blood, you will soon be a member of my clan. The choice is yours. Do you agree to these terms? I do. Good, she says. Then she takes a step back. She says, I feel you will be far more useful than this dretch ever was. I do. It is my fervent wish that I am proved to be a worthy replacement. Indeed, says the prince. Now, let him face his judgment. He steps forwards, reaches down, grabs the stake and wrenches it out of Walter Nash's chest. Nash immediately sits up, gasping. <gasps> the rope's holding him in place. Damien, oh, Damien blurs forwards, immediately grabbing the ropes at the back of him, holding him up, oh, binding him in wow. place, and turning him to face <laughs> the kindred who are gathered. You see, 
Nash's eyes grow wider and wider as he realises where he is oh. and what is happening. Oh boy. Walter Nash, says Prince Jackson. You fucked with me for the last time. <laughs> wow, we're not even going to try and make this a fucking deal. We're not even going to try and skip the pleasantries. You fucked up, son. <laughs> you thought... You were... You thought... That I was a weak opponent. You thought I was just a kid from the hoods in charge of a couple of bloods. And you thought you could run me out of my own turf. Nash says nothing. And yet here you are, before me, kneeling, ready to meet your final death. But it is not simply because of my petty desire for revenge that you are here. It is because you have breached the traditions. He turns to his right and says, Critias, as the most ancient of us here, perhaps you should explain to Nash how he has failed all of us. Critias steps up, looks at everyone present, and he says, The dawn of time, our progenitor Cain committed the first murder. It was this act that caused God to levy upon him the curse that we all carry. And thus Cain was marked and cast away to wander the lands, forever exiled from the mortals. Although he wandered alone, he would not be alone forever. For Cain was not the first to be marked by God, not the first to be exiled. There was another, Lilith. And it is said, when Cain met Lilith, she recognised him for what he was. She invited him into her garden and educated him, trained him in the ways of the kindred, teaching him the first disciplines and showing him how to survive the very things that are taught to us on our earliest nights as Cainites. And eventually, it is said, Lilith opened her heart to Cain, but knowing, as we all do, that our greatest struggle lies within the beast, he did not reciprocate, for he had learned what we all know, that ceding control, even for a mere moment, risks awakening the beast. And if we give in to the beast, then what are we but mindless, ravenous monsters? It's for this reason that our kind abides by the traditions, rules to civilize us, to keep us, to keep the beast in check, rules to protect us and the mortals among whom we hide. And you, by breaking these traditions, the most ancient and sacred rules of our kind, among them the masquerade which hides us in this dangerous nights, you have rejected the wisdom of all the elders who have come before you and have rejected the teachings of Cain and put every Cainite in this room in danger. And for what? For nothing but your own folly, your own petty schemes. And for those of my clan, we need only remember Carthage to understand how dangerous folly can be. Ooh, yeah. 
He gestures towards you. Take your prize, thin blood. You have earned it. And so you step mm. forwards, use your switchblade to slice through Nash's mm. leathery throat. And as the blood begins to gush out, you place your mouth over it. And as all of the kindred of Chicago look on, you begin to diabolize him. Please lose one point of humanity. Yeah, okay. Mm. Does that reset my stains, or do I keep It those? does reset your stains. Okay, so I'm currently at zero of five stains. I would like you to please make a strength resolve test equal to his blood potency, which is two. So you need two successes. Uh, is hunger involved in this? Uh, hunger is not involved, though you can rouse the blood. Uh... And you can spend willpower. I might as well rouse the blood and see what happens. That's a five, so I do get one hunger. Yep. But I now have six dice to roll. That's... I keep that. that. <laughs> yep. That is a one, two, three. Three. You did it. Okay. <laughs> you must now roll humanity plus your blood potency versus his resolve. Plus blood potency. Oh boy. Can I rouse the blood for this one? You can. <laughs> Roll five again for hunger. So now I'm hunger three. Yeah, so uh, Nash, while you're in the lovely white void. Yeah, well, I need <laughs> to actually fucking succeed this. That will also be a thing. I have a dice pool of six. Dice pool of six. I have zero blood potency because thin blood. Yeah, yeah, thin blood. Come on, baby. Please, please let him win. I'm going to spend a willpower. Yep. To re-roll the last two. So, success, success. Success, success. Pull those out so I don't forget them. One more success. I'm going to go with the five successes. Five successes to his one success. <laughs> That's four. I get 20 XP! Yeah. Down! As as your vision Woo! fades away, you're engulfed in the white light. As you drain the last of his soul and feel the last of his essence dissipate, do you say anything? I would be sorry that you were just a stepping stone in my rise, but as I said before, you brought this upon yourself. Please reset your hunger to zero. Please, yeah, please reset your hunger to zero. Yep. Please set your blood potency to one. Oh. Yay! Set one. your clan to Banu Hakim. One of us, one of us. Set your generation to 13. Yep. You gain 20 experience points yep. from diabolizing him, plus... Each dot you have in Thin Blood Alchemy, you gain another five experience for, as Ooh. you can no longer use that. Okay, so yep. And uh, any Thin Blood merits 
or flaws you have, uh, you simply erase those off your sheet. Okay, so I lose Daydrinker, I lose uh, Lifelike, I lose Alchemist, I lose the Discipline Affinity that you gave me, I lose Thin Blood, Thin Blood, Thin Blood. Uh, the Thin Blood Affinity that you gave me was Celerity. Yeah, it was Celerity, yes. Uh, so I technically lose this. Yep, but it's also one of your clan disciplines. Yeah, now, but so. I'm gonna yep. need to spend... Well, you keep the dots in it you have, because it's a clan discipline. Oh, okay, yeah, so I still actually keep, 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 keep the discipline itself, yeah. Okay, okay. And so, and you also gain three, uh, you also gain three experience that you can spend only on merits to replace your thin blood merits. So that gives me one dot then? Yeah, well, one dot of any merit, yeah. Yep, yep, okay, so uh, I need to write that, so I'm going to write that here. Gain one dot to use in merits okay cool yep the white fades away once again you are kneeling on the auditorium stage a pile of ash beneath you if you look at your skin it is paler more leathery and you feel a sharp pain in your mouth persists for about 30 seconds you reach up poke your thumb into your mouth and find two fully formed fangs there and then you feel the blood rushing through your body more powerful than it ever was before and you know that you are now truly a kindred congratulations says prince jackson you are one of us i bow to him opens his mouth to say something and then the Tremere Primogen behind him stands up holding her phone in front of her <clears throat> she says he stops looks over his shoulder yes Eric though she walks towards him hands him the phone in her hand which you now realize is not a phone at all but more like a PDA a palm pilot he takes it, looks at the screen. You see him frown. He turns around, holding it up so that everyone else can see. There is a news report on the screen, currently paused. He grabs the stylus out of the slot on the side of the PDA. No, this Pre is my actions coming back okay. to bite me. And uh. presses the play button. Breaking news. A cathedral in Vienna, Austria has been demolished by terrorists this afternoon. Um. Citizens of Vienna reported fire explosions and military drones in the vicinity, culminating in an explosion at St. Augustine's Cathedral in the downtown area. Currently, no group has claimed responsibility, nor have any reasons for the attack been specified. The prince looks 
silent. Beside him, Eric, though, frowns. And then she simply says, That was the head Tremere Chantry. Oh, oh fuck! Oopsies! <laughs> Thus concludes oh. the session. Well, what a high note to go at. Well, 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 if my actions haven't come back to haunt me. How is that one your. Oh. No, I reckon that's what he was talking about the terrorist attacks at the beginning because I blew up a second inquisition cell. Yeah. Yeah. You blew up a second inquisition cell, they firebombed a fucking church. They firebombed <laughs> the head headquarters. Yeah. All of the Tremere's <laughs> You keep that shit to yourself. I don't want to know a damn thing. I love how we've gone flip the script from you're a vampire now. I got an upgrade. Oh, by the way, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the Tremere Chantry, that was where the eldest elders of the clan slept during the day. The oh, entire clan has effectively been de been decapitated. Oh dear, oh. Second oh, Inquisition the made them move. I didn't mean to yell that loud, but fuck. <laughs> In between now and the next session, which will be the start of next Arc month. 2 of this campaign, there will be a six month period of downtime. Wonderful. Oh, lovely. I'm guessing Campaign. for me that's going to be a lot of training under yeah. the Banu Hakim and Damien. And sub-episodes, yes. yes. Mm. The campaign will, will continue in the year 2009 Ooh. in a brand new frightening world for Kindred Society. Mm. Thank you everyone for joining us tonight. It has been a blast. <laughs> the campaign will never again be the same. Nope. Until next time. Never break the traditions, or you know what will happen. <laughs> <laughs>